The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is, my, this is my potential second seed home field advantage dance, baby. Okay. And this is my crack em if you got him, son. Crack him oh, if you got him. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him responsibly. Yeah, hey. That's a pop him if you got him. That's okay. We'll take it. That's a pop that top. Baby. And ladies and gentlemen, you don't even need an introduction to our guest. He's been on the show multiple times. He's the realistic optimistic smiliness cowboys fan out there tony goat romo's up in that house ladies and gentlemen very nice of you to say <laughs> but thanks again for having me on guys uh it's been a while it's been a minute it's been a minute dude it's been a yeah you guys a you guys went hollywood that's that's what we know you guys went big time hey and you forgot about the little guys no just you're like hey all- no, just because we've all su- suffered crippling addictions doesn't mean we've gone Hollywood. It's just <laughs> DGR. What it is is we just we are we have that crystal ball, and we knew that week eighteen was going to be so uh, such an important game. We're like, we need to have we need to go out with a bang here, and that's a lie. Actually, I uh, we shot a message out to TJR, and and you actually picked the eighteenth. And it turned out to be a really interesting week. Um, I don't know if That's maybe true. you just couldn't meet, meet, meet the other two weeks or something like that, but the story's better. Um, real quick, <laughs> we usually do this at the end, but just having you on, I just want to wrap up the fantasy football season right now. And and TGR, I'm not coming in <laughs> to say anything. I loved your story, and I, I've reiterated it many times, but while we have you here, I might as well again. Yeah. Um. Last place in the league, week the f- second last week, going into the final week, you need a lot of chips to fall in the right place, and they That's just right. they just so happen to do so. You move up to sixth place and end up snuck in and sneak in, and then end up running to the playoffs, where playoffs in the final game, almost half of your starters decided to get injured. Yeah, you got clipped. <laughs> you got smoked. You got kid. clipped. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to fantasy football. <laughs> Really awesome run, but hey, I'm sorry. You got John Wick, son. Okay. You got John Wick, son. We, we took it, but yeah. it, went, it it was really fun to watch your those last uh, watch you those last four weeks. I got a couple of things to say. One thing, congratulations on your Mickey Mouse championship. <laughs> and because you're right, I was che- I was checking. I was like, oh my god, not Mostert, and then oh my god, not Amari Cooper. But speaking of Amari Cooper. He is still making things happen for this Cowboys fan. What was it, over 50-plus points? Oh, my yeah, God. He like went that. nuclear. Yeah. Yeah, and th- thank thank goodness we got a fifth-round pick for Amari Cooper. 
in IRL. What did that even turn into? Do we remember? Who yeah, it that? was. So it wasn't. People think it was Duran Bland because we had the two picks in the fifth, and we got Duran Bland in the fifth. But we got. I think we actually had three picks possibly in that fifth round. But it wasn't. It wasn't Duran Bland. It Gilmore? was whoever, whoever else. No, no, it, it wasn't it was, a trade uh, pick. Okay. I, I think it I'll was look. a D lineman though, but it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't the, the bland pick. A lot of people are like, Oh, it was worth it. Cause we got bland, but no, we took bland with our actual fifth round. And then the fifth that we are required or acquired, I can't remember exactly who we got. Matt, well, let's go. Oh yeah. Okay. So there you go. I mean, that's, I guess the jury's still out on that. Maybe that turns into something. Wingspan, well, let's, sorry. Wingspan, well, let's go. My bad. Uh, Matt, well, let's go and linebacker Devin Harper. We can just lie and say it's Deron Bland. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the feel good thing. Like if we're like, oh yeah, we traded a fifth round and we got Deron Bland. It's like, oh yeah, that's sweet. Oh, so before we get right. into anything, I was searching around the locker room and I found this weird note left by this pig behind me. Oh, the hell does it say? Meet meet me. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> even the commanders know that Adrian likes dong. <laughs> Those bastards. I hope. Look, we got to beat them. We got to beat them for that, AJ. I hope, I hope, I hope it happens. What's on the docket, though, today, fellas? Okay, well, on today's show, it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride here in December for the Cowboys. And uh, with 2023 now officially behind us, hey, Happy New Year, everyone. The Cowboys, yeah, Happy New Year. Their their future's in their own hands. The Dallas Cowboys own their own future. when they beat the Detroit Lions at home in what some would say was a controversial win, and we'll get into that, I'm sure. Um, but the they also needed those Eagles to start sinking, and they are, and things don't look good in Philadelphia. So I hate to, like, uh, celebrate another team's loss, but in this case... No, 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 In this case... No, 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 Celebrate. Celebrate This is the exception. This is the exception. This is the one team we could celebrate them losing. I hope they lose to the Giants also. Let's go. Four losses in five games. So kind of the, not the trend that you want to be going on. But this puts the second seed in the Cowboys' hands. Um, but they have to travel to Washington. They have to beat the commanders on the commander's soil. And, um, you know, they have a risk of tumbling themselves if there's a loss. Me, I'm, I'm a little anxious, a little excited as well, though. Uh, mm. But you look, the Cowboys, um, they have to avoid coming out flat-footed there. We'll also... Uh, do the NFL power rankings, final week of the season, score prediction, bold predictions, and a whole bunch of crackums. Boosh, baby. Boosh, baby. Boosh, baby. Boosh, 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 boosh. I like it. Guys, okay. First things first. How shitty is it that it's week 18 already? That NFL season I know. Came, came and gone. Like, it's bittersweet. I'm glad, obviously, that we're going to be in the postseason. I'm glad that there's all this hope that we have a very good chance of having a nice. Uh, pathway to the Super Bowl. So I don't want to say that out loud, but uh, it is bittersweet. Like it's depressing to me when it's week 18. I'm always, I'm that guy that week four, I'm like, man, 25% of the season's already done. Well, yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit bittersweet. Well, but, after, uh, after when I'm it was, excited. when it was week two, you're like, man, I can't believe it's already week two. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if we like optimistically, we got six more games. Is that, if, did I math it correctly there? No, we got five, five, five. more games. Five. Well, and I mean, so, unless hey, you want to put some, in some of our pro unless bowlers, you're kind of the pro bowl. Yeah. Some <laughs> yeah, of our pro, pro bowlers, bowl, baby. You know, okay. So six games for some of those pro <laughs> bowlers. Right. But if we're playing in the super bowl, you don't play in the pro bowl. So yeah. So shit. It's five. Regardless, it's five. it's five games left. 
I, I was and not, they don't actually play in the Pro Bowl anymore. No, it's like these yeah, it's mini kind of, games. How shitty is that? How? Uh, but I'm totally going a little bit off off yeah. the beaten path here, though. But fuck the Pro Bowl. Like it's such a. It's not even worth watching. It's just flag now, isn't it? It used to mean something. Game. It used yeah. to mean something. Being like, oh, he's an eight-time Pro Bowler. And then you go to Hawaii. Once it stopped going to Hawaii, it just went down the drain. Well, yeah. possibly with with flag football becoming uh, an actual Olympic sport, maybe over the next couple of years, you're going to see them starting to take the Pro Bowl flag game very, very serious. Um, maybe the competitiveness comes out a bit more. I don't know. I mean, Here, but flag flag football ain't going anywhere. It's 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 continued to on the rise in America. We we see NFL owners do uh, what I like to call the totalian or the totalian tiptoe, which. Uh, I don't even know if I said that right. But what I mean to say is totalitarian tiptoe. There we go. There you go. Now you got it. But what they're what they're trying to do is slowly inch to to protect players from any sort of non football game related playing. So that's why we've seen such a difference over the last 10, maybe 15 years where players used to like actually hit, and there are still some hits in 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 the um all-star game. Um, but there used to be some really, you know, really big hits. Uh, Sean they, Taylor killing the John Taylor. Sean Taylor. Yeah. That came, comes to mind, right? But the, the owners, the coaches, they don't want to see that. So they're doing everything they can to like slow. So I wouldn't be surprised if there, if uh, flag football does do well, that they might just change the whole, like it might be too much. Um, but the, but the NFL's not really stuck in, the tradition for the all-star game. So they might test like just doing a massive flag football because they're still playing the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. before we go to the next subject, the Pro Bowl list did come out and I know we didn't have it earlier on our our show list because we planned the show prior to it dropping. But an hour ago came out the seven players that were selected from the Cowboys for the Pro Bowl. Uh, we good. have Zach Martin, nine selections, Micah Parsons, third selection, Dak Prescott, third selection, C.D. Lamb, third selection. Brian Angered, second selection. Brandy. Brandy. Brandon. Brandy. Automatic Aubrey. Brandy Aubrey. Brandy. First Brandy. Aubrey. And, and Duran not so bland, first selection. So those are our seven Pro Bowl selections. And before we get any, into anything, do you guys think anyone got snubbed after I read that list? Tyler Smith. Cavante anyone... Turpin. Cavante yeah, Turpin. Hey, I, I'm just I, kidding. I mean, I think he could have been on there, though. Uh, he was last he, year. He was last year. I think a big one for me, and I, I know he doesn't have the sack numbers, but he's such an important part of the defense, and I still think he plays his position good enough to be in the Pro Bowl, is is uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, the guy's an absolute beast, but uh, mm-hmm. he doesn't have the sack numbers, so I don't think he gets the votes. And Zach Martin had just a quietly really good season, didn't he? Yeah, like, he'll always be on that. Uh, Tyler on. Smith not on there is kind of weird to me. I mean, Tyron Smith even had an argument. But uh, seven on the seven's a lot. Seven on a team is quite a bit. Bocce's saying, what about Dono Dub? No, he didn't play. He he, he had a rough season to start. He started off rough. He's hopefully going to finish. Like, I think Demarcus Lawrence. But here's the thing about it. It's not surprising. It's not surprising. But there's not a – he's a different type of defensive end that's not going to get those big stats – in terms of sacks, so he'll never be considered for this. I'd like to see, like, um, I don't know, maybe you go back to, like, edge or, like, defensive end pass. And, you know, th- there's a spot on this list for 
Demarcus Lawrence in his ability to stop the run. But not yeah. up against the three guys that they have listed here, obviously. Yeah, what do they have? They have Bosa, Micah. Bo- who, who, I guess I guess Micah's not even there no. for defensive end. Who do they have for defensive ends? Bosa, Sweat, and Hutchinson. Yeah, that's a, a dirty that's a player. That's that's a duff. That dirty bath. That dirty tripper that we're <laughs> that gonna get into. That tripping son of a bitch. <laughs> we'll, hey, 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 we'll get there. Which I don't. I actually we'll get there. Hutchinson didn't really have that great of a year. Had a great game against the Cowboys, but not against. Uh, not, not for the, hey, nothing spilled. All good. Phantom spill, just like okay. that phantom leg sweep. So okay. Yeah, good. I mean that that's the only surprising thing. Nice to see CD in that top slot. That top slot CD. And okay. let's be honest, all, all pros where it matters. Pro Bowls, whatever. Yeah. It's that first team all pro that, that really actually matters. And uh, that'll be interesting to see which Cowboys make. Yeah. Okay, rapid recap. Let's talk a little bit about uh, this past week, kicking it off. First and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, Detroit uh, at the Detroit uh, versus Cowboys game at home. Who did we see uh, get inducted into the Ring of Honor? Wait, you said that a little confused. I know, I know. I totally screwed up. I totally yeah, like, screwed up. Maybe, just like take take, take out about 15 words and redo. Okay, guys. November, November 30th. November guys. 30th, 1986. Cowboys versus the Lions at home, AT&T Stadium. It's this thing that's been a cloud that's been over top of the Cowboys for the, what, the last 28, 29 years? The Jimmy Johnson curse. Yeah. Has it been lifted? I think so. Hey, but Jimmy Johnson inducted into the Ring of Honor. What do we think, Tony Romo, Why? I mean, you... I, as sorry, as we were watching it, I was eating a great sandwich. That's yeah. That you will always remember that sandwich that you had I'll to add extra that mustard. You had to add extra <laughs> mustard in my fridge for that sandwich. But what do you think about that, TGR? And do well, you, subscri- you, and do you subscribe to the, the curse? You're right. So about the curse, right? I've never, we've always been on the bad side of getting calls. Like we are always screwed. It is just Cowboys life. That is exactly what we go through every single year. How is it on that same night that Jimmy Johnson goes in, we get a miraculous call, like to end the game. And when they threw the flag, it wasn't immediate. It was like, they let it play out. And then like 10, 15 seconds later, you finally see like, oh, why are they, you know, why are they having a conversation? And then you realize it's illegal touching. So I think there is some validity to the fact that the curse has been broken. I would agree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you think that that was the exorcism right there, right then and there. Well, Good I fortune. Mean, that happened. That fortune. happened. And then on the same day we had the controversial uh, Cowboys lines ending and then Eagles go down to the Cardinals. So, I mean, I feel a little bit like something's been lifted. Cowboys are potentially getting, that home uh, playoff run playoff. that we want. That, that second seed, baby. Because when do they I've, get that? They never get never. the good breaks. Yeah. Never. And it's funny, online, like I've been in online all week battling people, idiots out like like I do. Uh, everyone's, oh, Cowboys have the refs on the payroll, which is the stupidest argument on the planet <laughs> because they've been the most penalized team in the last two years. It's like we finally get one call our way, and it's been proved, and we'll die. I'm sure we'll go into that. It was proved to be the right call. Detroit's came out and actually said, hey, we got too cute. And that, that was on us. They, they were trying to be sneaky and, and it bit them in the ass. But all, before we get into any of that, I'm just jealous for people that were at that game. Not only did they get the Jimmy Johnson ring of honor, they got the CeeDee Lamb oh, yeah. uh, record day, right? Like oh, That was yes. just such a good game. 
we were we were lucky enough to witness the Deron Bland interception touchdown record in person. And I think that game on Sunday or Saturday against the Lions is equivalent to that because you had multiple things going on. Jimmy Johnson into the ring of honor. CeeDee Lamb absolutely tearing shit up. Like what a game to be at. And then the, and then the call at the end of the game. Like what a wild game to have. Whatever someone paid to be there, it was worth the admission. Just missing Dolly Parton. God, no. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, no Dolly Parton. Just standing, standing her, in her the middle ass- of the stage. No, her essence. She looked good. Her essence. She looked good. Her essence still lingers in that stadium, I tell you. <laughs> so you don't think you don't believe the curse? You, you're not. You don't subscribe to the curse. The curse uh, mojo uh, that we're talking about there. I never said. I, oh, I, I no, agreed. I, no, I oh, you did agree. Okay, I, I said. I said. I said. Look, I mean, I honestly never believe in any superstitions. Like, I don't believe that we have an effect on the game, but <sighs> I still participate because I don't want to. I don't want to start believing in them. (laughs) So like, you know, when we wear, when we choose to wear jerseys, I really don't care. But then I start thinking, well, if I don't, and then we lose (laughs) now, I'm now I've now I'm in something here. So I'm just going to go with it. I know. I can't wait to blame the next loss on you for not believing. I know. I know. Well, that's the thing is like, you just set yourself up. So I'll play along, but I mean, at the end of the day, I think you're right. The, the, The right word for it. TGR is, uh, is whatever you said there. Um, uh, AJ, likes, AJ likes dongs. <laughs> AJ good likes mojo? dongs. I don't know. I forgot what I said. <laughs> it was just a, yeah, good mojo. Not a, I said exorcism, but it, not even good luck. Good fortune. That's what I said. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Good fortune. Good fortune. <laughs> just like the, 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 the uh, coin flipped, and we called it correctly. 50-50 chance. 50-50 chance. But, no, that, that, that end of the game, too, just to... Uh, uh, tackle or yeah, jump on that, jump on that tackle. Um, Hutchinson or sorry, who was it? Uh, Hendershot, sorry, got called for a tripping penalty, fifteen yards, where it wasn't even him doing it. It was Aiden Hutchinson that should have been called for it, or just no call at all. Then you negate that penalty, and suddenly the two point probably never has a chance to happen. Never happens. Never happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not to mention that the the Lions had fourteen thousand tries yeah. to get that two point. But I, I get it. They, like you, you got this ego. You got you got this ego, and you want to win, and you want to keep up with the San Francisco 49ers to get that first seed. But the right play call is after that first penalty on that illegal touch. You just kick the ball and you play in overtime. Yeah. That's 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 the right call. And then they didn't. They went for it, missed it. Micah Parsons has the offside, so then they get it again. They get another try. They essentially had three tries because on that Micah Parsons penalty, let's not forget, that's a free play. Like, it wasn't like he went offside, they called it, and they reset. No, they ran a play and didn't get it. So, yeah, right, right. I don't know. But, yeah, they threw they they threw an interception. So, yeah, it's I- hard for me to take the bitching from Lions fans or the NFL community seriously, and I don't care about it because – like TGR said, the Cowboys have been boned in so many different ways over the years that I just think it's more funny. I don't care how you get a win. I don't care if it's a ref's fault. I don't care if it was something greasy. I don't. I just don't give a shit. We won the game, and we have a chance to be the second seed this this week, and it's awesome. Are you Are you concerned at all with how the offense on the Lions kind of tore our defense apart on that last drive? Oh wait, no. Yes. Are you though? TGR You're concerned is. about that. I, but oh, absolutely. This is the thing. Coaches change this. The, what I'm more concerned than the defense is why change what you were doing the whole game? 
to play some sort of weird prevent. They they were all they were doing is they were blocking the sidelines and they were just giving the middle of the field open, which they they totally changed their whole defense being scared. I, I'm more I'm more worried about the prevent defense than I am as the defense as the whole. Mm. But TGI, you know, I'll be honest, yeah, the way that Lions game went down, I was not a fan of it. I think the Cowboys could have really had a good strong hold on the game earlier in the game if cd lamb just learns how to keep two hands on the ball you know and i guess we could talk about that too because i don't think it's a bad role the ball going out of the end zone i think they're just it, the rifle needs to be a consequence for the ball going out it's brutal but i think it's fair but i think um i don't know i was a little bit concerned with the way that game ended because the you know the cowboys were so close to going on a three-game losing streak and I think I'm really concerned with the offense because in the past three weeks, they have failed to score over 20 points. So my take for this week is it's very exciting. The news of potentially getting the NFC East, potentially clinching the number two seed, Jimmy Johnson being inducted. It's very happy vibes, but it almost covers some of the issues that happen on saturday as well as the past few weeks and that's just me being unbiased and realistic like there are some issues with this team and i still think this offense is still in a funk that offensive line didn't play really well consistently throughout the game the running game is still stuttering mm. and it seems that cd lamb is the only form of offense for this team i mean he went off though but well, like no one else did you know what i mean so well, and dak though right i'll, I'll counter that though yeah. a little bit with what team doesn't really have that right now going in? You have the Rams, a postseason team. They barely beat the Giants. You have the Eagles. They've won four or they've lost four of the last five. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, they have a close one against the Cowboys, then play the Ravens and get smoked, right? I, I just feel like you could say that about any NFL team right now. And the thing that doesn't make me that nervous is the last three opponents that we've played have been good teams. Whereas last year, we played against the Titans and the Colts in the last month of the year and had tough games against them, right? At least we're having tough games against tough teams, teams that are going to be in the postseason, teams that are going to possibly make deep runs in the postseason, right? The Detroit Lions, they're the third seed. The Miami Dolphins and the Bills are battling for whatever they end up being in. So uh, at, at least the competition is there. And yeah, it, we've had blunders, but I'd rather have blunders and learn from them against teams that are going to be in the postseason than against like last season, we lost to Washington going into the postseason, right? So at least we're bad. We're getting battle tested. And yeah, there were some fuck ups. There were some coaching fuck ups, but I have a, I have a very hard time as a fan because 10 years ago, we had multiple eight and eight seasons in a row in, in a row. Right. So for us to be on the, the verge of our third 12 and five season, a second seed, it's just, it, and I get, I get it. There's negatives, but for me as a fan, and I mean, it's just purely as a fan standpoint, I'm excited. I'm excited for this opportunity and the the path to the Super Bowl looks the easiest it's been in the last 15 years. So there was, there's always going to be shitty stuff in, in, in a football game. Um, but if we secure the second seed this week, I, I feel like as a fan, everyone should be pretty happy. What do you think, AJ? <clears throat> well, do you, so I mean, that is true. I'm not going to argue with the fan side of it, but I, I, I do like diving into the game itself, just looking at it in a vacuum and not as what the result was. Because the result, you're absolutely right, 
we can't really complain. Cowboys won the game, whether you win by 30 or, or one point, literally, it you get the same uh, result. We had all those other good things happen. But just in the game itself, I think there is some... that Most of the game was played fairly well, but I was list, actually listening to uh, EJ Savage's uh, podcast earlier today with um and he had Bryson Carver on from the Carving It Up podcast. There and they were both discussing how like the last say four plays, the last two defensive series, sorry, and the last two offensive series uh caused some concern. But otherwise, you know, which I think is where you definitely don't want to have concern being caused. It's it's better to have that say at the beginning of the game than at the end of the game. Um but yeah, I think that's that's a fair thought, PGR and I don't know if there's anything more to, to say on that, but I would, yeah, I was just gonna kind of tag in on on the the comments. I'm just curious to hear what you guys thought because if we look at the Dolphins game and then we look at the Lions game, and this is where you kind of Anth was already talking about, like we're playing against good teams. You know, a lot of people gave Dolphins the same type of Cowboys treatment all season long. They can't beat good teams. They're 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 only winning against sub 500 teams, and but they're still one of the they're the high they were and still are I believe the highest scoring uh, offensive team in the NFL. Um, and then the Cowboys were second. Well, the Cowboys held them to 20 points. However, same, same situation as the Dolphins game and, and the Lions game, the Cowboys defense allowed their the, the offense team to go 60 yards or 70 yards. I think Goff went like 70 yards, and then uh, Dolphins, they went like 60. But they had some tremendous last kind of two-minute drills, which all teams practice. And to me, I like, yeah, you're expecting a good team like that to go down the field and do that job. And then I'm... I guess where I'm sitting is like, or is the defense? Does the defense have enough to now make those adjustments going into the playoffs based on what uh, they've seen those those last two teams do to them in those clutch clutch moments? Because the Lions game could have very well went like the Dolphins game, where we would have lost by a point versus winning mm-hmm. by a point. But again, yeah, wins a win, so fuck it, right? <laughs> I think at this point of the season what you see from your team are really just trends at that point. Like it's their identity in my opinion. And we could be hopeful and be like, okay, we played some good teams, some competitive teams, playoff teams, and we can learn from that. Or is it at the end of the day? Like, is this just this team? And we're going to have to just depend on Dak throwing it out and hoping that Dak gets the ball to end the game rather than relying on our defense to close out the game. So, you know, eh. well, actually, okay. So then you gotta, it's, it's, un, it's unrealistic to expect to win by multiple touchdowns every game or not being in close games. Like there's going to be fuck ups. There's going to be fumbles. There's going to be bad coaching decisions. Every NFL team has this. It, it, it's just part of it. It's when you, you do have Dak, who's going to have to elevate the team without Dak. This team's probably not even a 500 team as, as sad as it's, it is to say, Whoa. but I think it's, I think it's, it, that's how I feel without Dak Prescott. If we had Cooper rush playing, I'm surprised last year, Cooper rush had the record. He did, to be honest. I was, I was, I was almost had to call a help, self help line after he, after he broke his thumb. But uh, I just think it's unrealistic to expect them to always win by 40 to 20 or I, I don't know. I, I get I, you. I get, there's, I get you. There's, there's, there is problems. There was problems, but I've just, I, I've, I've watched, I've watched seasons where it's been an actual shitty team. This is not a <laughs> shitty football team. This isn't well, a shitty football team. Did, 
Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. Like, I agree with you. I'm there with you. Like, when I became a Cowboys fan, I mean, I was born into it. But when I really started watching, like, my quarterback was Quincy Carter. Like, I was just all in on, like, Drew Henson, Vinny Testaverde, Drew Bledsoe. Like, those were my quarterbacks. So I get it. But I think we're allowed to be a little bit critical because, and this oh, is what I've been referring to it with, with my community, is we're kind of in a trilogy. Like, if you look at this team, and like you said, this is going to be the third straight season, and I'll just call it as it is, it's going to be the third straight season that we're going to be 12-5. and five. And I think as a fan and someone who tunes into this game, like, yes, you can enjoy the ride and the fact that we're winning, and that is definitely something we've wanted for the longest time. Because there was times when Romo took us to the playoffs, and then, you know, he uh, broke his back, and we would go 4-12. and 12. And it just was no consistency in terms of winning in the organization. And we have that now, which is great, and I am loving it, believe me. But I think in terms of this third season, like there, there are some things and there's some small details that the Cowboys need to achieve to take that next step. And I think that's where my frustration comes most of the time is like, I know they can do it. And if this was the first season or the second season of this, you know, of Mike McCarthy and this winning uh, streak that he's been on with 12 plus wins each season, I would be like, yeah, I would be like, let's enjoy the ride. Let's see what happens. But at this point, something has to click. Like we, we got to see them achieve. And granted, they are, they are, look, they are, you know, they're about to get their 12th win of the season, but there are some things that I would have loved to see in this three weeks where they went one and two, that I think would have put me more at ease going into the postseason. even though, like you said, the route to the playoffs is, is probably the easiest that it's ever been in, in past seasons. I guess, yeah, I, and you know what? When you guys were talking about Dak, I feel like Dak Prescott is Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb are our most consistent players on the Cowboys. I mean, Dak is that consistency that we were maybe lacking on our offense the past 12 and 5 seasons. Defense seems to be a little bit inconsistent um, at times, but um, yeah, hey, we're it's all all of this is great going into the playoffs because it gives us playoffs. time to playoffs. adjust it for the playoffs. I playoffs. I, I do uh there was a mention of CD Lamb and Dax Dax like sorry I guess CD Lamb being you know 55 plus percent of this offense right I I just wonder like it, obviously we haven't seen Cook or Cook sorry or Gallup really show up Ferguson definitely is as um definitely um outshone shined those guys but is it such a bad thing that Dak and, and CD are so connected right now and that CD is eating up, you know, 50% of or more of his yards each game? I know there's negatives to it, but I, I, I'm just thinking, like, it, that's kind of a positive to know that we have this guy, and he's proven um, throughout the season that it really doesn't matter who he's up against. He can still get open. He's not had every, – every game hasn't been a, you know, a, a five-star game, but uh, – Predominantly, he's he's gone up against some of the, um, you know, above average uh, CBs in this league and perform well. Always open, CD Lamb. And the Dolphins game probably would have been different if they didn't go away from him for two and a half quarters. Well, that's the yeah, that, yeah. like if, if it's working, use it. And and I honestly, because it is worrisome, it is worrisome that if they do game plan for CD Lamb, that. What what do you do? Because you saw that in the Dolphins game, we didn't have much offense when that when they did that. But you got to then just go to them anyways. And as shitty as it is, it's what's worked for us. Every game that we've had CD getting X amount of catches, the Cowboys have been good. And it maybe maybe he is covered sometimes, but 
until they take the ball away or they prove that they can stop it. I, I'm a, I'm on the verge that if CeeDee Lamb's one-on-one, you throw it to him no matter what at this point. The guys showed this year that at this point, if he's one-on-one, you go to him. Go ahead, TJ. Give right. him 75% of fucking yards. <laughs> Hey, I agree. I agree. I mean, it goes both ways. Like, would I love to see the ball be spread around? Yes. And have we seen that this year? Yeah, we have actually. Um, But, you know, yeah, if if CD, CD lamb is incredible right now, like he is just borderline unstoppable and you see it in the middle of the games, like they're still just covering him one-on-one, which is ridiculous. I don't Mm -hmm. know why some defenses are still doing that. But yeah, you know that's all I got to say. <laughs> the, well, actually, if we look at it, look who's not had the, the his last two games have been a struggle. It was Jake Ferguson? Crack him if you got him. See that? Crack him if you got him. I'm like Dak. He's like CD. We're just in sync right now. Okay. Um, but just white and unathletic. White, unathletic, <laughs> and Canadian. Exactly like Dak and CD. Like, but, but besides that, exactly like yeah. Dak and CD. But if we if we look at the offense, like you're you're talking about, like yeah, Dak, Dak Prescott. We need to see him spread the ball out, and he has tried. But the other weapons on the team have not necessarily been there. Dak's been throwing some dots outside of a lot of those uh, Brandon Cooks uh, throws that have been a, a, an overthrow or a sale. I don't, I don't know what's going on with a couple. They've tried it deep a, a few times. They've hit um, once or twice this season. But like he is trying to have other options when Sidarius is covered. Um, but yeah, like I mean, if Jake Ferguson's been, not been having great games the last two. And uh, I think if C.D. Lamb is 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 getting, you know, marked out of the game, then those players need to step up, and that's what's going to allow us to have that winning team, that winning drive. Well, what we, do you guys think about Brandon Cooks' catch on the sideline and then his touchdown? Well, like well, Cooks hasn't really had the numbers to back it up, but he's had touchdowns, and they've been in key key moments, right? Like I feel like Cooks has came. He and I I know the plays you're talking about, Ad, because they're so close to hitting those yeah, deep ones yeah. up the, up the middle. Mm-hmm. But Cooks has had a couple nice touchdowns. It's just his his numbers don't jump out at you. They they really don't. Well, Mark, but, so. but before anybody else answers, I have to interrupt you with a bot G super chat of ten dollars. If Lions fans nope. can can buy a billboard ad to say Decker reported, the the least I can do is buy a super chat that says Lions fans go fuck yourselves. That's our boy, <laughs> bot G Eric, boots on the uh, ground. That's a goat super chat right there. That Boots is a the goat ground. super chat. Boots, Boots on the on ground. The ground. Uh, can I say one thing too? Uh, after I went at TGR about, yeah, we should all be happy about twelve and five. I've said <laughs> this from the start. I've said this from the start of the season. It's NFC Championship or bust. Anything less than that is an absolute failure for this team. If they don't make the NFC Championship, I'm not dealing with the wild card loss. I'm not dealing with the divisional round loss. It's NFC Championship or bust. If they don't make it to the NFC Championship game this year. Shit does need to change. I will say that because, yes, you're right. In year three, there's been tendencies shown. And if one of those tendencies ends up uh, ending the season earlier than it should be, then, yeah, it needs to be they need to be held accountable. I'll go with that. Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen is we're going to play the we're going to play the Rams in the first round. And the Rams just recently brought back Brett Maher and Brett Maher is going to hit a 64 yard field goal to beat the Cowboys. Shut your face. Shut your your face. Is this ultra cowboy? Do we have ultra cowboy? Yeah, TGR. I, like the the when we played the Bills, like I, I remember just before watching the Bills game, I I saw your one of your posts, and I just said to myself, "Fuck, Kyle! Like, why would you put such a damper <laughs> on my morning? Like, I was all pumped up for the Bills game, and then fucking there's TGR 
being a realistic Cowboys fan, and he fucking just shits on the boys. You basically took your pants down and took a big dump on the star with your, and that's why we lost, and that's why I'm very superstitious like Brett, that. TJ, Brett Maher, the guy that missed five point after attempts in a playoff game, I am worried about that dude. Uh, just watch; worried. it's gonna go the other way, and you know it deep down in your soul. You know it that he'll miss extra points for us, but he'll go like six for six if we play him in the in the playoff. TJ, I, I ain't scared. I ain't scared. T- at home, at home, I. I ain't scared, man. TGR. I ain't scared. Jimmy Johnson curse has been lifted. He's that's ain't gonna happen. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me just get my tickets to Las Vegas. <laughs> hey, um, buy them. Adam, I don't know if you, if there's stuff in chat, and then I got some fun oh, lots facts of stuff in chat. that will that will that will segue us into week eighteen. Okay. Unless okay. there's anything else anyone wants to hit, I think we ran the gambit on that. Okay, let me just give you guys. Let me, let me just give like look. Sh- chat's been on fire out here. I've been trying to put as many posts up. Uh, we got when we get guests on, we try to give as much time to our guests, even though he likes to shit on the Cowboys. Well, that's sometimes. why we have these, these <laughs> chat breaks so we can uh, get to the chat. So uh, now I'm so messed up. So everyone loved Bot G's super chat. Uh, De- uh, Divine Gun says, I like Cooks. Gallops has been Gallop has been very disappointing. It was nice to see on the se- sounds of the sideline, though, where CeeDee Lamb uh, was hugging Gallop at the end and said, I couldn't do it without you. Um, so nice to see some love from your, your wide receiver one. Gallup, in my opinion, is like the wide receiver five, six, seven. Well, maybe, maybe like I don't think Gallup's contract's worth it, but maybe Gallup is doing more out there than, you know, catching footballs and – Yep. You know, I, I mean, I'm yeah, sure maybe he's he, super funny on the sideline telling yeah. jokes or something. No. <laughs> well, we, he, we don't know that. He's <laughs> not the threat that he that he used to be at all, but perhaps just having him out there as a threat, you know, I don't I yep. don't my eyes are not that good enough to see, but Alex five five nine says, I feel like Ferg gets more double coverage, honestly. Every time he gets ball thrown, there's always multiple defenders on him. He ain't wrong. I mean Ferg like, has a couple really nice um well, they were misses, but he was streaking up the middle, and Dak just kind of threw it up to him. And he, I think one went off his hands. It was contested though, and one was just a a, a missed pass. But yeah, I, one was he he had it, and it got like hit out by the uh, the defender. Oh yeah, shoulder. right, punched out or whatever. But like yeah. I, I I like that play. Yeah, I like sending him up the middle and then just dropping it up over top of whoever's covering him. He, he's he's shown he can. He's got the athletics to get there. He just has not yet. And, so. and on the offense, like, he has that kind of fight in him, like that dog in him. So, like, I, I do like his intensity when you see Fer- Fergie come up and he's, like, getting in people's face. So, no, yeah, no. I do I do like his attitude. Llama Gamer says Brandon Aubrey is going to hit Brett Maher with a rock bottom like Ooh. that. <laughs> and then uh, Llama also says Gallup is massaging CD Lamb's back for carrying the offense. <laughs> hey, we'll take that. I- I would love that. I would love to be able to put in some sort of virtual reality kickers versus kickers in like a boxing match just to see who the toughest kicker was. Gu- guaranteed, it's not Aubrey. <laughs> I guarantee he's not the toughest kicker. No one grow- growing up playing soccer is the toughest kicker. Best kicker, just not the toughest. What about what about uh, ang- what about anger? You think anger's out there as the freaking? Oh, anger! Guy? Anger's the punter. He's headbutton, motherfucker. <laughs> guaranteed anger's. And then, guys out and, that, then and then last uh, comment in here. It's a question and, and just some quick, uh, just a quick flash answer from all of you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Felice uh, Marivali from Hawaii says, hey, guys, I think he's from Hawaii. He said Hawaii earlier on. Maybe I was just thinking about the Pro Bowl. But okay. hey, guys, should Dak, <laughs> should Dak use his legs in the game against the commanders? And I'll, and I'll answer first. And I say, yes, I do think he should use his games. Because when we were comparing Dak and... Uh, Lamar Jackson, 
Dak had has 55 rushing attempts for, <clears throat> I think it was like, what, uh, 250 yards. Like and then Lamar Jackson has like 148 attempts for, you know, 742 yards. It's like, well, Dak could basically be right on pace with Lamar Jackson. Like, Dak, Dak is that mobile You don't want Dak running the ball I don't want, times no, gosh, year, no, do gosh, you? no. I just, I, when, when Dak moves on the third. On I was going to say, are you insane? On third down, I was just saying, on third down, though, Dak starts to move. He makes plays. That's why Dak's one of the best, you know, third down. Well, they've proven the that his third down, when he's scrambling with his legs on third down, he is the best quarterback in the league. So, why, I mean, I think he's doing it just enough. Yeah. I think he uses his legs. I just think he uses them in a different way than running the football. He's he's extending the play. And Dak's at the point in his career that when he runs out, you think of this. I guarantee Dak in 2016 to 2019, that 92-yard touchdown doesn't happen. He just runs he just tries to pick up some yards on his feet. Right. His his main thing is looking downfield. So when we ask, should he use his legs? I think he's using his legs <sighs> per- perfectly. Extend the play, look downfield. If it's not there, get rid of it. And especially in week 18, yes, I want this two seed bad, but I also want to have a healthy quarterback going into the postseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess to add on to, I mean, I think I answered and then Anth answered, so I'm, I don't want to cut you guys off, but also – how fucking great was that play from Dak Prescott to CeeDee Lamb for that 92, that 92 yard touchdown Dak scrambling out of the fricking end zone and just throws that dime, that dot to CeeDee Lamb. Probably would, would you say that's the, the one of the, like out of all of the Cowboys plays favorite play of the year so far? Yes. No. That's probably a highlight. I think, uh, I think, um, um, uh, a drum blends record setting yeah. pick six was really great too because yep. he had to he had to fight for that yep. so those two are up there for me yep. but recency biased <coughs> i'll give it to the 92 yard touchdown what gave you the biggest head rush the most screaming and the most jumping 92 oh. yards <laughs> 92 yards i almost yep. i almost had a pass out uh because i was so like you, you know you know that meme with the guy who's like in school and he's just like and his like veins are popping that's i wasn't yeah. breathing and i was like doing that Go! <laughs> I think I the Duran Bland was still pretty insane. Yeah, yeah I think that that one got me out of my seat because usually I'm yeah. watching, you know, sitting watching in the games. But that one got me like, go, 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 and then freaking insane. But yeah. yes, the 92 yarder is way up there. That was amazing. I Dad see breaking the tackle. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, the good thing about the 92 yarder, I, I I believe it's Dak's longest touchdown pass he's ever thrown. 88 plus four. 92. Perfect. Someone's ready. 92, son. That's how she goes. See, and there's some more of that mojo going on on uh, on um, Jimmy Johnson night. Good fortune. Good fortune. Hey, <laughs> good fortune. I like I like good fortune. Good fortune than mojo. is yeah. It's good fortune. Hey guys, I got <laughs> I like some that. I got some fun facts I shared in the chat. I um I just want to roll through these with you. And we can just comment uh, as we are. I'll go. I'll go kind of player by player or section by section, and um, you know, you let me know what you think, and then I will tell you if okay. you're wrong or right. No, just All kidding. Right. Uh, okay, <laughs> so going into to week 18, Dak Prescott needs 263 passing yards to reach 4,500, three passing touchdowns to reach 35, and one or less interception to be under 10. So let's say. Looking at a 4,500-yard uh, season, uh, 35 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. What do you think? 
Anyone? No one wants to say. No one wants. Everyone's pissed <laughs> off. Like it's not. It's not his best season. But in terms of like, um, just a quarterback season, is that a? Are you happy with great. those numbers? Yeah, it's great. Oh yeah, that's after, fantastic. After, after his numbers from last year, everyone was calling him a turnover machine. I I knew it. I was like, no, that's not who he is. He had a weird season after having a broken thumb. 2023 is going to come back and he's going to get right back on track. You look at his stats right now, that that's kind of how his touchdown interception ratio has been his whole NFL career. Right. So mm-hmm. to me, it, it's right on par with him. And I, I fully believe it wasn't even his best season. I, I the ceiling's higher because the first six games, he was kind of just, you know, figuring it out. I, I maybe figuring out Mike McCarthy's offense, but how Absolutely. he's rolling now, I, I love how he's playing and it's sure it's not his best stats, but he's how he's playing right now. He's he's playing unreal. So, um, the the other kind of one that is a little more difficult though is Dak needs five touchdowns to tie and six to beat his season touchdown record that he set in twenty twenty one. It's not not very probable. Tying is more more probable, but uh, thirty five touchdowns. Hey, I think that's a good milestone. And final Dak Prescott one here. Um, is it's kind of leaking into next season, potentially two seasons, but he's 5,003 yards away from the all time passing record for the Dallas Cowboys in terms of you his... think he could hit it this week? <laughs> <laughs> I think next season, if he has a good week, next season he has a good chance of hitting it, but otherwise, Definitely. it's two seasons away. Um, okay, Tony Pollard, a lot of. A lot of shade being thrown at this guy, but let's just look at these stats and you tell me what you think. 65 yards away from reaching 1,000 yards on the season, and he's only 70 yards away from reaching 1,300 all-purpose yards, passing and rushing. Oh, interesting. Oh, he gets the 65. That's actually part of my uh, offensive predictions that'll be coming out this weekend. I think he gets over 65. I think we're due for a really good TP20 run game. Yeah, and and I also saw this. Nice to see. Um, Deffy had some uh, posts out about his last, uh, um, I think, four weeks here. He's second, basically, in uh, yards after contact, and I think last game, something like forty out of his forty-five yards, a high a high percentage of his yards were after contact. So he's still running really, really well. He's just getting touched. Dinged around. I, I might be on the one side, like a very, I know I'm on the very low side of Cowboys fans that haven't hated his season. I just think he's missing that set. I don't think he's a, a, a one, a guy. He needs that other guy. Yeah. They need to be giving Rico. I think Rico Dowdle and him need to be splitting snaps, but I don't Dalvin think. Cook. Paul, <laughs> Dalvin yeah, Cook. Dal, yes. Good call. Get Dalvin cook in here. Give him, get him time to be red prime. Give him a week, get into the offense. But I, I agree. They should have went and out and got Dalvin Cook in the offseason. And uh, as good as Rico Dowdle's been, I just think they've kind of missed. Yeah. I, and I don't know what it is, if it's play calling or the offensive line. Last week, to me, it was Tony Pollard's biggest issue was every time he got the ball, he was three, year, th- three yards deep and he had two guys on him, right? So you can't blame a, a running back too much for that. Uh, we just have came to expect so much from TP20. In prior seasons, he's he's breaking off these 30, 40 yard touchdowns. He's getting these 20 yard gains all the time. So it's everyone was expecting like a 1500, 1600 yard rushing season. But I think for a running back to hit a thousand in today's NFL, where it's multiple backs, is still a pretty uh, substantial mark. And and attack on his 300 passing yards, too. 
uh, receiving yards. Sorry. Yeah, it's all. They don't use him enough in the passing. No, that that was his. I agree. Best attributes was a pass catcher. The the big the most outside of that surprised me. I wasn't expecting him to be close to a thousand yards. Um. To coming towards the end of the season, right? Because everybody told you he sucks. Yeah, he every, should only have like four hundred. I, I, I listened to the mass. Um, I'm the people's champ, but uh, <laughs> Gus and Chat is bringing up a great point. T, uh, he has been pretty uh, key on a lot of our blocking. Like he's been great on pass blocking. Like we thought that was going to be his biggest struggle, but he's done a fairly good job in in pass protection. Oh, did the pig eat it? He's gone. Oh gosh, look at that pig! That pig sitting there. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Well, they'll take a crack him if you got him, break. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. That is, that is true. There was a concern because of how good um, Zeke Elliott was mm-hmm. at blocking that we were going to see a kind of uh, op- that that open up a little bit more for defenders. But he's done very good in, in his pass blocking and has made some key blocks. So. Well, let's let's camp on Dalvin Cook for just a quick second. So we all just said, yeah, get Dalvin Cook out, Dalvin Cook. Forever DC in chat saying Dalvin Cook is a ghost now. He has no more mojo left. His whole season, he's been he's played terrible. Different offense. He went over to the right. uh, Jets. You have Nathaniel Hackett as the offensive coordinator. You got Brees Hall there. Uh, we we can't. I'm not going to judge Dalvin he, Cook. Is he on, motivated to play? Yeah, I mean, you got one of the worst offensive line. One of the worst offensive line in the NFL. Yeah, didn't he have a thousand it, yards last season in Minnesota? Yep. Yes. Cooks? Yep. He's not washed. He's yep. he's got some. He's, he's twenty eight. Some tread. Yeah. So I, I I think I think I mean what do we have to lose to bring him on? Like nothing. Like that that seeing all these pickups and adjustments. That's what I want to see moving into the playoffs. Like address our concerns. Playoffs. Dalvin Cook's been released. Pick him up. Yeah. Dalvin Cook in Dalvin Cook only had one game with over ten carries, and that was Week One versus the Bills. Every other game, he averaged around about four to five carries a game. Yeah. No running back is going to get into any type of rhythm or produce anything with four to five carries behind the Jets' offensive line, who the majority of the time was behind in passing, right? So I don't know if we can completely take his Jets tape and just say that's what he's done. If if you can get him in there for a cheap enough deal for a one, not even a one-year rental, like a a hopefully a five-game rental, why the hell not? Yeah, you don't have to play him. No, you just the worst case you sign him and you don't use him, and then you, yeah. you cut him in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you essentially do what you did with Ty Hilton. Yep. Last yeah, last year. Yeah. Oh yeah, good call. Well, and Ty, that, that was awesome. Yeah, Ty, T-Y was a great. You're looking for one play. Ty had one one big play. Exactly. And that's what you were are signing him for for Cook to to either or Cook comes in and is is a nice goal line threat. Nice little spark plug. Yeah. Yep. Um, CD Lamb is 66 yards behind Tyreek Hill going into Week 18 for for t- top yards in the NFL. So there is a there is a chance if Hill kind of takes it easy as he's kind of, as he's been doing. Uh, but CD is also 10 receptions ahead of Hill, um, which I think he will you know finishes with the most receiving yard uh, most sorry uh, receptions in the league. I get excited about that minus hearing Anth echoing off saying, "Yeah, well, Tyreek Hill sat out a game and CD's played more." So uh, I'll never say that. I would. I will never say that. I don't care if he has more games. You finish with the most yards. Maybe yep. Tyreek Hill ankle shouldn't be part built of the, like little bitches. Part of the. F- I don't care. CD get it. CD. No, agree. Part part <laughs> of the game of football or any sport is also toughness, and you can't like 
You can't Attrition, play the, baby. Yeah, you can't be like ah, yeah, but this guy only played four games of seventeen, and if you would have av- averaged him out, you know he would have had two thousand and twenty-five yards rece- receiving. It's like yes, but you got to be able to stay in the game and play tough. Maybe some of the reason that you get those yards, and I'm not saying Tyreek Hill isn't tough, by the way. Ankle issue. And said it. And said it. And said it. We all heard it. (laughs) Ankle ankle injuries are stuff or something that can just fucking happen on your own like movement. Look at how fast that guy moves out there, right? But there but I think there is something to to be said about like being able to stay in football games or Well just think if C D Lamb was had his production on those earlier games where he was like what fifty yards like uh, like four games where he was like fifty yards. The first six the first six games, man. So the first six games that the next year, CD lamb and Dak Prescott ceiling to me like this year, my ceiling for CD lamb was like 1450 yards, 10 touchdowns and like 110 receptions. And he's just absolutely yeah. blown those out of the water. And that was, those were stats that I would have been happy, like super happy with. And he completely went past that. So, and with, like you said, at six games where, they weren't utilizing them. So my next year, my ceiling for those guys is maybe 2000 yards. I don't know. That's if we re-sign CD Lamb. Oh, he is, oh he fuck, is fuck you, Kyle. Lamb, Kyle, CD fuck Lamb you. Is, paid. <laughs> is there enough pie to go around, guys? Yes. Well, there's, yes. This, there's no way this we're pie, not. This, this pie that you make, everyone thinks is a th- real thing. Teams can make ways to sign their players. If they're not signing a guy, it's because they don't want to sign the person. They'll find a way to sign CD Lamb. If you're prioritizing those three contracts, and we're talking about Dak, Micah, and CD, CD's at the bottom. Dak's number one because you got to get that out of the way to get to Micah. And then Micah obviously is the highest priority there. And then CD. I mean, you know, eighty-eight. There's no way eighty-eight's going anywhere. Read so 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 Dak Prescott can throw to fucking. To Kevontae Turpin and Brandon <laughs> Cooks. Yeah, there's, there's no Jalen Tolbert. J- Jalen Tolbert. Even though Tolbert <laughs> has Tol- been, Tolby has been coming up a little bit. Uh, hey, I've seen some mock drafts where we go, you know, uh, wide receiver first round. So, fuck, no. I don't mind that. I don't mind it, but it's uh, it's better be someone who's CD gonna Lamb. CD Lamb coming off breaking Michael Irvin's receptions and yards in a season. We just don't. Oh, F, we F, <laughs> I don't you- want them. Yeah, get him I, out of my building. Anthony, you need to clip. You need to clip T, uh, TGR saying that right away. Oh, you and, know that's getting clipped the day and, he gets signed. That yeah, that yeah. that's oh, going viral. Kyle, write it hey, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> clipped, clipped, worthy. Hey, <laughs> Kyle, you actually think we're not going to re-sign CD Lamb? Oh no, um, I know you're well, just actually. Hey, I don't know. You're I, trolling I think, me, aren't you? You know, I think we've had this conversation before when we talked about like Micah before the season. The Cowboys just don't surprise me. I, you know, they they always make things complicated when it comes to the contract. I know saying out loud that Micah is should be a shoe in for a contract. It sounds you know, the Cowboys are going to make it harder than than it actually needs to be. <laughs> Jerry always does something. Stephen always has a stare down or some kind. You know it. We all know it. There's going to be some kind of drama involved. Micah's going to sell for the first three. five games next year because he doesn't have a contract. No, 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 no. Just kidding. It, well, uh, you know, TGR is probably not wrong. I said at the start of the season, if Micah hit 13 sacks, he's going to want to be extended before he plays next year. And CeeDee Lamb, for him to play next year, he's going to need to be extended also. I, I do think you have to pay both those guys. And then TGR makes a valid point. 
Dax also needs to be extended. So the good thing with Dax still being on contract with and not being on his rookie deal, it's a lot easier for them to pay him and then just kick money around yeah. than it is to have these first contract extensions or second deals for a CeeDee Lamb and a Micah Parsons. I think that's where the water gets a little bit murky because NFL teams now, they allot X amount of dollars no matter what to their quarterback. Dak's going to become, again, the, the highest paid quarterback, which sucks because it'd be nice for him to just be like, oh, you know what? I'm cool with 40 again. Just make sure you sign these two guys, but you just don't see that in the NFL. But there's just no way you do not keep Micah Parsons, CeeDee Lamb, Dak Prescott, and they already got Tremont Diggs. Like, you draft to find these superstar players and they've drafted and found and mm. the young guys, Good three point. superstar players. So you got to do whatever it takes to sign those guys and then get, get Will McClay in that draft uh, department going because you got to find the next three. You mentioned someone and I want to say it here on your guys' network because I haven't said it yet. It's just been in my nightmares, but I'm worried about Trayvon Diggs. We've yep. seen two players come off of ACL injuries. Well, no, Michael Gallup was off at the ACL injury. And then you guys got to correct me about Tony Pollard. I don't know exactly. No, nope. Pollard was a broken leg and then Steele right, was right, right. the, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Terrence Steele, who's, who, that's who I was thinking about. Great players. They got their contracts, but obviously they have injuries. They haven't been the same after their injuries. Look, I love Trayvon Diggs. He's my favorite player on the Cowboys. And when he went out, it broke my heart. But I'm worried. I'm worried. And that's all I'll say. I just wanted to say it to someone. That's it. <laughs> no, man. I, we, we're all, we've talked about that prior because that, it, that has been kicked around because you look at Terrence Steele, Terrence Steele prior to getting hurt last year was at least a pro bowl player. Michael Gallup. We know what he was like when he was healthy before his injury. And so it is a little bit concerning. They did give all this money trip to Trevon Diggs a couple weeks later, he goes down with the ACL but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Some guys come back from it. You get guys like Adrian Peterson who come back better than after their their ACL. So it's tough to say. Uh, you never know. know until the player comes back. But it is it is it is concerning. Like it's, I think a bigger concern than than it is that he comes back and he's fine and plays exactly how he was before the injury. Yeah, absolutely. And even when they come back, you know, halfway through the season, it's it's hard to get back into that rhythm of playing. But all joking aside, I you know, I do think they probably possibly maybe find a way to pay all three of them. Mm. I think the odd man that does get left out, though, is Tyler Biotis. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Fair enough. AJ loves hey, Biotis, um, too. The thing about uh, um, the injury with uh, Diggs, though, is he's a lot lighter then steal. But you're right. Uh, Michael Gallup, he's probably, how do you know? Do you have their weight in front of you? How do you know? He's, he's I, I could, I could pull it up if I wanted. I Are could you pull body shaming steel? Wow. And, and it happened at the beginning of the season. So <laughs> at least Diggs has had the entire season to <laughs> TG is going to have a conniption over there. <laughs> oh man, you cracking me up. <laughs> but Hey, uh, we, also with with uh, um, uh, Dak's contract, they'll probably restructure it next year anyway, and that could free up the contract money for. Now, of course, you're kicking the can down the road, but that could free up the money at least for to be able to sign CD Lamb. Yeah, they'll backload him. Yeah, they'll fucking just yeah. give him X amount and like just keep pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. Hopefully, we're gonna do him the Cowboys way. I have a uh, franchise way. tag ready. 
I have one more uh, uh, CD stat that, that kind of goes into um, the team record here. So in the 16 crack games, crack me if you got them, in the 16 games, not including the 17th coming up, so this will increase, but CD Lamb has the most targets in a season of uh, 168 and the second highest catch rate, 72.6, behind Jason Witten twice. So Jason Witten has had like 73% catch rate twice. And then, I mean, that's crazy for a wide receiver one to have that catch rate. Oh, it is. If if you look at the, that's insane. If you look at the other wide receivers, they were 68, 69. Uh, But I mean, it's not necessarily a massive jump, but it's significant like 3%. That's significant enough to be like, okay, that's noticeable. So good for you, CD. Um, Defense. What would, what do you think is more probable here, guys? Because if Micah Parsons gets two sacks, he'll reach 15. And if Deron Bland gets two interceptions, he'll reach 10. So what what's the more probable um, to happen? Oh, against the freaking uh, commanders? I, I feel they're both and probable. And somehow starting. Yeah, he has I, a league-high 19 interceptions. I feel they're both probable. Wow. I feel I actually feel like they're both probable. Could they both happen? I think they're both going to happen. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Two sacks from Micah and two interceptions from Deron Bland, who's been very quiet since that game. Yeah, he's had one other interception. Yep. I believe. After having it was, in the Bills game where he got yeah. he because got, he was oh, getting sorry, the smoked Seahawks that game. game. Seahawks and game. And then he, he got the torched. pick six and it helped him. Yeah. 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 But he's been like I and I just mean quiet. He's still been playing good ball. It's just we haven't he hasn't been that ball hawk, but Sam Howell, he's fucking eating that guy's face for lunch. I'd say I'd say two sacks for Mike <laughs> is more probable because uh, just a better chance every single play he's going to be going or 80, 90% of his plays he's going to be going after the quarterback, whereas Deron Bland might only get 14, 15 looks that ga- throughout the game. So I want to piggyback off of this and just talk about our DB room. I love our DB room right now. Like I feel like it's hard for any quarterback to make a decision on who you're going to throw at. Cause Gilmore is so tactile. Deron Bland is a ball hawk. And man, I love Jordan Lewis. He is balling out this season. Yeah. He is playing really strong. So I really love our DB room. And again, it only if Diggs was a part of it. Oh my God. But they're playing even, really well. I don't even know, man. Like with that, with Diggs there, what would you do? What I, I just don't understand. What what would quarterbacks do if Diggs was there? I just don't get it. Hey, I, I don't get it. But without Diggs going down, and no one wishes this to happen, but what Deron Bland would not have become the gem that he is, or we wouldn't have realized it as quickly, let's say, maybe is the He ain't making NFL history, that's for well, sure. Yeah. With, he just isn't. There's, with, there's no no chance of that. But now and going talking about the Diggs injury, because we've seen the potential of our 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 secondary without digs it kind of affords him to not be like all the weight on his shoulder depending on what happens in the offseason and and if, and if we don't have gilly we, do we have gilly again for two we have gilly for two no years. he's he, no no we don't Just he's one. a free agent after so this so season. possibly they let gilly go and then now we're bland and digs there but hopefully we get gilly back and and then and then you have that kind of a little bit more rest and you can kind of ease digs into that scenario but then where does bland go back to slot well, I mean, I don't know. That's that's up for that's up for our. You trade team. him for picks. <laughs> oh, 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 TGR. 
was that there was some serious tone in that voice there is, there. Uh, what let, i need to get over there and smell that water bottle okay, no, 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 okay. no way just just because just because tgr TGR's said that the ultimate, he's okay. the ultimate troll no no i'm gonna, i'm going to tell you this right now there's a comment from Stephen Keys in the chat, and I wasn't going to say it because I didn't want to turn the vibes, but that comment initiated me to say this. <laughs> Stephen Keys says, this guy sounds like Ultra Cowboy. TJ <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Ultra Cowboy. Man, may- that's fighting words may- right maybe, there. Maybe an alternate version of Ultra Cowboy because it's more like... Alternate? Alternate no, Cowboy. TGR's takes... I mean, he's obviously joking about that, but his takes have bearing, right? Where Ultra Cowboys takes are just like, they pick up a first down. It's like, Dan Quinn needs to be fired right now. You know, they're just, (laughs) they're just so out of left field. And then two seconds later, he's like, we're winning the Super Bowl. So I mean, (laughs) maybe Ultra Cowboy light. I I don't know, but I I don't know. I don't think he's Ultra Cowboy. Uh, Well, forever DC saying Jaylou's contract's coming up in 2024. So do we keep Jaylou? I love jumping in your guys' comment section. And oh, I yeah. love just dropping troll comments. It's one of my favorite things to do in my pastime. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, and, and maybe we'll accept those comments when you can take down the bandwagon boys as the returning champions next year in the Can Fantasy Football League. Bang, bang, let's go. That Mickey Mouse championship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we hope to see you back next year. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll jump back in. Um, one more Quick one, and then and then someone who de- definitely deserves praise. The last quick one here, 117 yards for Jake Ferguson to beat Schultz's best season. All, oh, additionally, wow. uh, if Jake Ferguson has eight yards, he's going to crack 700 yards on the year, and if he has five catches, he'll get 70, 70 wow. catches on the year. Mm. I don't cool. think so. He's with that, do with it. yards, so that's yards. What was and sorry to throw this at you, AJ, but what was Schultz's biggest touchdown total in a year? Ooh. I think he had, did he have double digits ever or close? Like nine? I think maybe? he had 10. I think he, in two, I think 2021 was his best touchdown season. He ever, it seemed like every, I think he had three against the Eagles or something crazy one week in 2021. I'm going to guess Schultz's 2021. Yeah, it might have been 10. Best was eight, says Resin in the chat. Eight. Okay. That's, that's it. Good. Okay. I thought he had more than that. And what's for, for Galicious at right now? Five. That's uh, it. Yeah, just eight. No, f- uh, Fergie's only got yeah five or something like that. Interesting. I still think Fergie in year two has a higher ceiling. And I keep saying ceiling, like higher ceiling. Uh, but I think he has a, a better chance to be better than Schultz was in year three and four, which is, which is good. Yeah, look, 70 receptions, 700 yards from your tight end, five, five. The, the touchdowns I'd like to see at eight for sure. But otherwise, yeah. it's like those are what I expect from a tight end, I think. Your yeah. average tight well, end. Let me ask this. So we knew Ferguson was going to do this. Like we all knew he was going to pick up and, and take over Schultz. I haven't talked to you guys in a while, in a few months. So answer for answer this for me really quick. Was this draft class a master class or was it a disaster class? Because why disaster. did we take a tight end in the second round when we knew Ferguson was going to do this? Yeah, not a good draft class. It, Our draft class has been awful. Okay. Well, every time it's been an, it, to me, it's been an F. Yeah. Every right now, it's, it's an F. It's an F draft right now. Every time we me. talk about the yeah. draft class, uh, overshown to... aside. Well, and we haven't seen him play. But I mean, as yeah. today, like you got to give it an oh, F. Oh, sure. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the... I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully change it to a B or to at least a C next year well, when hopefully these guys take some strides. But as of, as of today, it's a fucking massive failure. Well, the yeah. ultra bringing up his name again, ultra cowboy always, every time we talk about 
any draft pick from this past year, he always says, we didn't draft for this season. We draft for next season. Yeah, but so, the difference is, is when you're a 12 and five team back to back seasons and you're trying to get over the hump, you're supposed to draft for uh, yeah, this season. Yeah, totally. Not I, the season after. I'm not you're agreeing with him. I'm just, I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just, that, I'm hey, the people's champ. But that, when why are you agreeing with him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, you're the, when you're the people's champ, you're going to get the brunt of it. When you read their words, I'm just the messenger. The I'm just the messenger. Please don't hit me. <laughs> Look, I, that, I'm giving it an F though. Like the yeah. name one player on that draft class that has done it. There hasn't been anyone. This is an Mozzie's episode. Been, Mozzie's like, been an F. Schoonmaker's been an F. Overshone's injured. Who is Fio or uh, who Fioco is our fourth? He, I mean, he's he just actually come back. got brought he got brought onto the roster for this week. So I mean. I get it. There's a few guys that are unknown. Deuce Vaughn went like, to the IR. Yeah. Deuce yeah. Vaughn's on the IR. Like this, this draft class has not been good. Um, automatic Aubrey. So here's some quick stats for our boy Aubrey. Okay. Aubrey has been perfect this regular season. It's on the line though. So he's 35 out of 35 currently for his, for his kicks, not his extra points. 35 is the record for most field goals made in Cowboys history. So shout out to, to Aubrey oh, wow. for that. Um, he also holds the record for most kickoffs in Cowboys history, 102 in 16 games. So he's going to add on to that as well. And he's one point behind Emmett Smith for the single season points scoring record. Emmett Smith has 150 in 16 games and Aubrey had 149. So technically wow. he's going to be asterisked, but if he gets Crazy. one more field goal, um, or two extra kick, uh, extra points, sorry, he takes that record as well. That's so wild. Aubrey's Aubrey's been, I mean, Aubrey should be on that fucking Pro Bowl list if he's not. He is. Right, he, is. he is. Why can't we actually consider Brandon Aubrey for Offensive Rookie of the Year, or at least Rookie of the Year? Because technically he is, right? Yeah. I mean, hey, I like that. Take. Like, why aren't we like giving that. love to kickers? There's no Their negative. job is so hard to make that, and for him to come out and make that many consecutive kicks. That's not really good or great. That's history. That's yeah. historical. Yeah. That's this is I like where that. this is where if I had that sound but I'd say beat it nerd. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> he's he's also uh he's all, <laughs> He's also top 7 in in the uh, average yards for kickoff too, which isn't saying much cuz most guys most guys kick it out of the end zone anyways, but Yeah. Kickoffs have became so lame, man. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, those are all those fun facts. I hope they were fun enough. That was a AJ. Good, good. That's why we call you Stat Boy. I'm Stat, Stat Boy. Boy. You're Stat hey, Boy. But I, what I wanted to do is like, there's always there. There was obviously the big record that was made last week, uh, or double record there with with CD Lamb. But I, you know, I always was like, okay, there's probably some more shit we can dig up. So, and there was. But but now, boys, we got to roll to our week 18 power rankings. Oh. Or unless you want to hit up chat first. Well, so forever DC. Okay, so for uh, yeah, just I'll just rip off a couple of things here. Uh, forever DC said this year's draft is loaded with great tackles. I'd like to hear that. Let's get some go, some of those good tackies. Yeah, um, quarterbacks too. Llama gamer <laughs> said. Yeah, Llama gamer said. Dude, fuck, there he is. Uh, there he Tony is. Goat Troll. Uh, Llama gamer saying, "Damn, Aubrey is that dude." Forever DC was saying TJ Bass has been low key uh, decent. Oh, no, sorry. Resin said undrafted TJ Bass is decent, but he's not really part of the draft class. Uh, it's bad when you're under an undrafted backup guard 
is your best player as a rookie. That's that just proves our point that this draft class has been such dog shit. Yeah, and then hey, second <laughs> second best. And then Gus, we got, we got MVP uh, Aubrey. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry, Gu- yes, okay, you're right. Gus and Forever DC in the chat are saying he can't be rookie because he's played in the USFL. So I don't know if there's some sort of clause oh. that if you're in the USFL, mm. you're not able oh. to be a rookie because it's professional. So like if he, I get it, well, and that is but, well, but he can. It's technically now, I think, Spring League. So with the USFL and the merger with the XFL, it's now the UFL. And now it is considered the Spring League. And they do have that kind of relationship with the NFL. So I don't know if the USFL had that before, uh, which is obviously what chat's going to correct us on after after I mention this. Um, But, yeah, so they're saying he can't get it. So Interesting. Take that. Okay. Did taming the lions move us up? We are talking power Ooh, rankings. I like that. Ooh, so, so in, TGR. Yeah, well, in Eric at home fashion. Fuck at home, you mother. Okay, here let me. Who did he give away? Words. Who did he give away? Well, he. What? I mean, if you can remember, remember where the Eagles were last week, then. Um, He'll How are they away, in the top five still? Cowboys replace Eagles in, in top, top five. five. Dolphins oh, slip. I as just read Eagles slip. in top five. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Anth is just going Anth's going to haywire already. What the fuck? Okay, so Okay. We okay. do our we do our predictions. We always let um because once a once a uh, p- uh position is picked or number is picked, you don't get you can't pick that one. So what you were got they it, last you, week. What were the Cowboys last week? Six? They six. were number six last week. So TGR. TGR, okay. you go first. And I know you read this already, TGR, you freaking cheating son of a gun. Uh, wait, so hold up. Am I, we're, we're guessing like the top five or what's going on? Where no, you're Cowboys? just guessing Cowboys power rank. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, shoot. Uh, but it does I tell say, you top five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I say the Cowboys jumped up. So they were at six. I would say they jumped up to four. Ooh, fair enough. That's a good spot. I'm just going before the bandwagon boys. Five. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go okay. three. Ah, fuck. Whoa, AJ's in a tough spot now. Oh, you're gonna think you think you actually think well, they're number two, and, it, and you actually think they're number six. two. Well, it can't be six. It tells you they're I'm gonna in the go top two. Five, I have so to go two. Wow, you're go number two. one. Okay, but we know number one <laughs> and two is gonna be Ravens, 49ers. Ravens, yeah, 49ers. Yeah. yeah, Ravens, 49ers. Then it's gonna be the Cowboys. Then it's gonna be the Dolphins. Okay, week eight, 18 here. Oh, we Cowboys! Go. You who picked who picked three? You picked I three ad. I did. Hmm, that's actually. Oh, good. sorry, sorry. I, I think it's gonna be Cowboys. Cowboys, confusing yourself. Lions, then Dolphins. What? I don't know. Baltimore, number (laughs) one. Three, four, five. Yeah, three, four, five. Baltimore Ravens. Obvious. So who who picked three? I did. San Fran, 49ers. Okay. Ad's got a good spot. Cowboys! Yeah, there they are. Okay. They They largely played a good game against the Lions, which was important to see, even if it came down to a controversial penalty. Oh, shut up! On Detroit's late (laughs) two-point conversion. The Cowboys didn't quite didn't look quite as invulnerable, invulnerable. Fuck you at home, uh, at I home it. as I they hate have. This guy, I hate this guy. <laughs> didn't look quite as invulnerable at home as they have for most games at AT and T Stadium over the past few years. Letting things start to slip away late on Saturday, the tables certainly turned the following day with the Eagles' loss to the Cardinals. 
Why are you even bringing that up, idiot? Which suddenly made Dallas the massive favorite to clinch the NFC East title in Week 18. Setting aside Philly's loss, this win was significant for the Cowboys, who otherwise would have extended a losing streak. No, nothing to say why you moved them into number three. No, it was <laughs> so it was like it was just all backhanded compliments. Like yeah. it was nothing. They were they were good at home, but not good at home this week. They barely, you know, at home. But that's a e- swing and a but, miss. E- but Eagles lost, so yeah, Eagles lost. So there it is. Speaking of that Eagles loss, I had taken mine and Adam's mother out for dinner because it was her birthday, and I was going to be out of town. So I took her out for dinner or for for lunch, and I had the Eagles Cowboys or Eagles uh, Arizona game just sitting there. I had to watch. I couldn't help it. It was the fourth quarter. She loved the so fact close. that it was, she loved the fact that it was on. Probably. Oh, she loved watching it. We both cheered happy when they lost. Yeah. yeah. Guys, which one was more exciting, the Cowboys winning or the Eagles losing? Well, oh, I had to start Cowboys winning. Cowboys winning. Eagles losing was more of just like a pleasant surprise. It was like, oh my god! It was it. What, what day was that? Was that that was the Sunday. next day? New Year's Sunday? Day. Yeah, New, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Yeah, it was just kind of just like, oh, that's such a surprise because I didn't. I I wasn't even really paying attention to the game until the fourth quarter. Me too. Me either. I was like watching, mm. and then I was because I I I uh, I um saw the score when when Eagles were up whatever twenty one to six or seven whatever the score was there and i was like ah shit here we go and then i just randomly refreshed it um on my laptop when i was gonna bait or something like that and uh yeah fuck (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh shit i gotta tune into this so cowboys game was uh more exciting just because the way it ended but then the eagles loss was i mean whenever the eagles lose it's awesome do we do we how do we feel about cowboys being number three gentlemen Obviously, too high. high. Okay, where where do you you think they should have been? Probably top ten. I don't. I wouldn't have put them in the top five. who's your top five? I I don't know. I can't spring them off. Okay, okay. Yeah, but no, 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 no. No, this is valid. Yeah, yeah. I used to get into into arguments with people about this all all the time. And uh, for your not your namesake, Seiki Tony Goat Romo. I used to get into arguments with people about Tony Romo being either a top five or a top 10 quarterback. And when anyone said, no, he's not a top five quarterback, I used to say, well, then name the fucking four guys ahead of him. Or if they said he wasn't a top 10 quarterback, I'd say, well, name the 10 guys ahead of him. So if you don't think the Dallas Cowboys are top even five, you got to name them back to me. I'm going to get my pen out here. Okay. Okay. And we need, we need backup. We we need reasons why here. And while you're doing that, I'm going to roll through Ed at uh, Fuck Holmes uh, top 10 here. <laughs> okay. So, so next one is is the Miami Dolphins. Down one. Oh, I like that. The, demolished by the Ravens. Lions didn't move. Fair enough. Lions stayed chill. Yeah. Number five. Buffalo up one. They've had a fucking they're, up down. They've day. had a freaking tumultuous season. And they were outside of the top 10 before they yes. smashed the Cowboys. They've just been on a, on a rise right now. Yeah. And they got the Dolphins this weekend. So it's going to be Dolphins-Bills That's this weekend. Sunday night, man. That's a game to watch. I can't wait to watch that game. Ooh, that is going to be really good. You're going to watch it at my place or you're going to go Didn't home they like play not? I'll probably be at home. Didn't they play not too long ago? Yeah, they yeah, division divisional teams. They'll play twice. I can't remember the last time, but. Definitely in the second. Browns. Time. Browns are low-key scary. Yeah. Weird. I like watching the Browns, man. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. <laughs> up one to number seven. Kansas City Chiefs up one to number eight. I mean, they are really yeah. swinging on Kansas. It's nuts. Um, next year, next week, too, Patty Mahomes ain't playing, apparently. So, 
I'm not. I'm not. I, want, I don't want to go in. I'm not going in. I'm not I'm going here. in. I'm here. I'm not I'm here. here. I'm not here. <laughs> uh, number nine. Oh, stupid. Philly down five. Like, kick him out of the top wow, ten. Wow, down five. Kick him out of the top ten. Hey, we had a six point drop, so something like I that. Like and then, that. Uh, and then. Rams. Rams and the Rams are just coming up that list. I think the Rams, the Rams are a sneaky good team, man. I honestly think the Rams are a sneaky good team, and I know TGR said that we were going to be facing them more than likely in the in in the wild card, which I thought we were going to be playing the seventh, the seventh seed. And if Green Bay wins, I thought Green Bay was locked into being the seventh seed. But that's another pill to. You can hear it in your voice. You're scared of the Rams. You don't want to play them in the wild card. No, they're good. They have, uh, dude. I, I don't care who we play against at home. Where if we lose to any of these bum teams in the wild card, we at home. Fuck this team. But Close you're telling me that you wanted the fifth seed instead of the number two seed. <laughs> when did I say that? I'm just kidding. I'm just pulling. <laughs> no, I was saying. I was saying. I was saying that I was arguing. Or we were talking how Jay Tuck was saying. <laughs> The fifth seed would be better. No, give me those two home games all day. Ultra yeah. was saying he wants the fifth seed instead of no, the No, anyone saying that is dumb. Like, sorry, not <laughs> you dumb. dumb. Just weird. Whoa. Like, you, just whoa, a weird, whoa, a weird whoa, take. Bro. <laughs> it's a bro. weird take. Why would a team that went 8-0 at home, why would you not want them to have two home games in the postseason? Clip it. Clip it. This is the clip. This is the this clip. Is a, I'll clip this, this for clip. sure. And I'll point right now with my pen. Anyone that doesn't think we should have two home games and wants the fifth seed instead so we can play Tampa Bay to then go play a harder team at, in their home uh, in the divisional, that's just such a weird take in my brain. Yeah, well, you're the one but, sitting with a fucking pig behind you. <laughs> take two. Instead of shit. saying weird, said what you originally said and say dumb. Take two. Yeah, and dumb. Take, take two, take two, take you, two. You, Anyone that thinks we should have the fifth seed instead of the second seed is fucking stupid. <laughs> Love There's... you, J-Tuck. I do love J-Tuck, though. I know. We love J-Tuck. Yeah. He's awesome. Okay, so back back to the rankings. Um, okay, so I did write them down. Okay. Yes, I did eventually have the Cowboys in the top five. I had them at five. So I I, I retract okay. what I said. Okay. Okay. So what, what, well, what's your top five? Uh, the Panthers, the Commanders. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so I, had the... <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Panthers, that's it. That's He's going for it. Yeah, I got the Ravens, the 49ers, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Cowboys. Bills. Well, the Bills are that team that they yeah. if they turn it on, they are I agree. If they turn it on, they've done it. They've been to the they've done it in the playoffs. playoffs. Josh Allen, everyone playoffs. Josh Allen, he's got that big arm. They gotta have a running game. I think that's a good top five. They both the top the two teams he has ahead of us are actually uh, three. I was gonna say three of the the four teams he has ahead of us beat us. So I yeah. I mean, can't fault it. I I think those those are the top five teams, but I still think the Cowboys sit, sit nicely at number three. I still think we're that we're we're behind the Ravens and the Forty ers Like we are. I think we're slotted where we should be right now. Right but now, but I will say this. At first, when Tom Brady said that there was mediocrity in the NFL, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. But seeing how it's panned out and seeing this season specifically, I can I can see what he means. I can agree. What do you mean? Elaborate, like in, in terms of quarterback play or just overall? In team? everything. I mean, you look at all the teams right now. I mean, no one's really sticking out. Oh, like, no I one's see. really yeah, that yeah, good yeah. besides – I mean, I would. I don't even trust the Ravens. You know, 
And I don't even trust the 49ers because Brock Purdy's just a system quarterback with great weapons around him. Um, the Bills, I mean, they're a tough football team. I wouldn't bet on them. The Dolphins can throw, but without Tyreek Hill, Tua's just, you know, Tua. Um, you just tuna. <laughs> hey, without- Chiefs aren't good. Chiefs are a subpar 500 team, but they have Patrick Mahomes. And the Rams are just on a hot streak right now. Um, so, I mean, there's just it, – it, but it goes back to what we said earlier. Like, the playoffs are open. If if, yep. if a team can take advantage, mm-hmm. get hot, and just realize it's a whole new season, it's a four-game season in the postseason, yep. any of these teams, honestly, yep. they could go for it. It's they the 2000, 2007 Giants, man. Yep. You just got to get hot at the right time. And I, I'll, I'll challenge your mediocrity word with parity, which is the NFL's wanted forever. They want parity in the NFL, right? They do want this. They want it to be any team, and they want it to be – if they could have 32 teams Eight and right six, down the wire. Nine and six. Pardon? <laughs> if they had 32 yeah, teams if, at nine and six, they'd be they, like – They would love it. If they could, if they could <laughs> sell you six. on week 18 that there's eight games that you want to watch instead of one – that's what the NFL wants. And that's how it is right now. Right. Like there's, there's multiple positions open in the postseason that haven't been settled. And I'm not saying the the football has been sloppy. So I'll agree with that part of it, but the NFL loves this. Like the NFL is a company They're week 18. There's multiple games. You, you have a 11 and 11 and five team that's playing. What's the commander's record right now? Four and 11, four and 12, four and 12. And people actually give a shit about it. Like, Sure. That's what the NFL wants. Like, this is usually like a, okay, we'll watch it. We'll get drunk. But no, this is a, we actually are watching this because we want to see them win. So the NFL's laughing about this, but I do agree. Like there's no clear cut team that is a favorite outside of, do you think San Fran's a favorite or do you think there's some, some flaws with them going into the, the playoffs? Uh, I would say they're beatable. I like that. I do like that. I like to know that at home in the NFC championship game, think the Cowboys can take them down. Yeah, I think so. I think if the Cowboys can just get over themselves, I think because it's all mental. It really is. It's, it's their mental state going into this game and going into the road, going on the road. If they can just get over that and just remind themselves if they can just look at the man in the mirror <laughs> and just like remind man themselves, man, the they're a great, good, talented team. They got the pieces together. I've been saying this all season long. They got the pieces to win a Super Bowl. It's right there. And it has been since the season began. They just got to execute. And a lot plays into that. Obviously, it's easier to say that than it is to execute that. But, I mean, it's there, man. Well, I mean, you can beat the 49ers. You look at the past two games in the playoffs, playoffs, wild card and the divisional round, like those were close. Yeah. We, we watched those games back and they were heartbreakers, but there oh. were multiple opportunities in both those games to win them. Yeah. Um, Gus in the chat saying NFC championship could end up in Dallas. Should the Niners play the Rams in the second round Rams knocked out the Niners before on the postseason. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Cause I know we were talking, TGR was saying the Rams versus Cowboys Crack uh, wild card, but I thought crack me if you got him. If the if if the Packers win this against the Bears this weekend, I think that's who we play. Well, real quick because I have a sheet that tells us all those potentials. So oh, I did make a I made I made a nice little playoff graphic, and I was like, did I fuck up? So we got our Washington Commanders <laughs> hosting the Dallas Cowboys at one twenty five p.m. PST. So oh, we're uh, talking Washington four twenty five EST. 325 CST. Um, 
in Washington. And uh, our show will kick off one hour before that, so make sure you come hop on. TGR, I'm not sure if you're able to to make it, but you're obviously welcome to uh, come give your thoughts. Yeah, you're going to come on the pre-show? Uh, no. I would, oh, <laughs> wow, yeah. Hey, just say no. Just say no. no. no, no. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Pre-show, yes. Okay. Uh, during the game, I can't stay, obviously. No, 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 no. We, 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 we don't want don't you. Do, we, don't, we don't do during the game. We don't want you during the game. We can't have you during the game. <laughs> we, want, okay. we want you before the game, then we, then we toss you like a used sock. You're right. <laughs> my, my rates go up in the middle of the game. So you, know, yeah. you guys got to pay more for that. And I, I just don't think you guys can afford it. So, but uh, yeah, I'll can. be there. <laughs> I'll be there for the pregame show. Sweet. I didn't know you guys wanted me. That's what it was about. I didn't we know always want, want you. Me. Not only do we want you, we need you. Well, oh, you are going over a playoff thing. Yeah. I, okay. Well, I, I, we were just wondering, talking about what the potentials are. Okay. So if the, um, Okay, so if the Cowboys, we'll, we'll go negative first. If the Cowboys lose to Commanders and Eagles beat the Giants, the Cowboys would then face Bucks, Saints, or Falcons. So it would either, so for the Cowboys to play at Buccaneers, um, this would happen if the Buccaneers beat the Panthers. Cowboys to play at Saints, this would happen if the Bucks lose to Panthers and the Saints. This isn't, I don't think this is the right, uh, is this right? This is if they lose to Washington. Oh, if the Cowboys lose, yeah, uh, then I'll go to win. I, I just we'll do the negatives first here, uh, and if the yeah, so the Cowboys will go will play at Saints if the Bucks lose to the Panthers and the Saints beat the Falcons, and the the Cowboys will play at the Falcons if the Bucks lose to the Panthers and the Falcons beat the Saints. So Buccaneers, Saints, or Falcons if Cowboys lose of those three teams, who would you rather the Cowboys face? Any of them doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, any one of them. <laughs> any any of the, any any of the NFC South. I don't care. I mean, that's I why say... a lot. Of people, that's why a lot of people are vying for the fifth seed because yeah. it seems like a winnable game in the first in the divisional. But it's like that's such a weird way to go about it because it's one. Oh, game. absolutely. I, I'm so glad you said that. Said that because that's such a loser mentality. Thinking yeah. that you know, like I want to lose this game so I can have the easy way out. No, it's the freaking the, Super Bowl. Yeah. The, the road to the Super Bowl should be hard. And it should test you every single round. You don't want to start off with a with a T-ball hit, you know? Like, give us the best of the best so we know when we win the Super Bowl, there's no doubt in everyone's mind that we beat the best and they and, and we played them head-to-head. Yeah, just like yeah. last year when we beat mediocre Bra- uh, Brady uh, in that exactly. first round, right? It's true. I mean, that did feel good. We retired Tom Brady. But, like, I don't want to play the NFC South. I, I, I don't want to play the NFC South. Um, okay. Especially after after coming off a loss to Washington. The only way we're playing the NFC South is after we lose to Washington. And if Washington can beat us, any of those three teams can beat us. So, <laughs> so out of those three matchups, though, I would say the Saints are probably the more concerning out of those three teams. Falcon Saints. Yeah. If we play the Bucks, is the Saints? Yeah. They got they got some. Uh... Crack them if you got them. They got some. They got some crack them. They got some crack them if you got them. I didn't know that. Okay. They got some. They got some weapons. I mean, I. If the Cowboys win, these teams are a lot more uh, uh, scary, and I can understand why your mind would immediately go there. But I'm on board with you, TGR. You got to go out there, and you got to have confidence that you can beat any team who you're going to meet in the playoffs. If, playoffs, if you want to get to playoffs. the Super Bowl. So, if Cowboys win, 
Uh, Adam, do you want to roll through these ones? Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Maybe, so maybe it, not. <laughs> second seed Cowboys. Uh, we have Packers at Cowboys. This game happens if the Packers beat the Bears in Week 18. Plus, the Rams need to beat the 49ers. Then we got Rams oh, at Cowboys. Okay. This game happens if the Packers beat the Bears in Week 18. Plus, the Rams lose to the 49ers. So, TGR's right. It, so, it, more than likely, if we win, the, we're expecting to win. Uh, we're expecting the Packers to beat the Bears. But I don't think the Rams are going to beat the 49ers. Well, plus right? the Rams. So, Carson Wentz season. So, oh, so, yeah. <laughs> Wentz is playing for the Rams. And Wentz is playing for the Rams this, this Sam weekend. Darnold's in for Brock Purdy. Yeah, it's the backup bowl. So it's so, the backup uh, bowl. I mean, so there's a possibility. Could happen. So Seahawks at Cowboys. This game will happen if the Seahawks beat the Cardinals. The hot streaking Cardinals. Plus the Packers <laughs> need to lose to the Bears. Uh Saints at Cowboys. This game happens if the Saints beat the Falcons, plus the Buccaneers beat the Panthers, plus the Seahawks and Packers both lose. Holy shit. Ooh. Put some fucking parlay on that one. Uh, <laughs> Vikings at Cowboys. This game happens if the Vikings beat the Lions, plus the Seahawks and Packers both lose, plus the Falcons beat the Saints, plus this is a fucking bullshit uh, paragraph. We ain't playing the Vikings. So, um, yeah. Uh, out, of, out, of these, out of these games, who do we want, boys? Well, so well, you ain't getting game, the Vikings. Game, the Packers at Cowboys. This game happens if the Packers beat the Bears, plus the Rams beat the 49ers. So, which which is not Rams beating 49ers is not as out of question as I thought on Monday. Well, Christian Absolutely. McCaffrey ain't playing. Christian McCaffrey sure as fuck ain't playing. Yeah, well, he uh, didn't play fucking last week, and he cost me the gosh darn championship. <laughs> F you, McCaffrey, and you fucking nine nerds. Sorry. Still a little Rams or Packers, stress. bring them up, set them up, set them up, knock them down, tee yeah, them up and let's tee them off. I mean, we've we've already beat the Rams this season. They're they're hotter now than they were when we when we demolished them uh, in season. But I mean, Packers, I, I de- they're not the same Packers that we faced in the past. So Packers or Rams? I mean, I I th- I think Rams are more concerning than Packers, and I'd rather and but I wouldn't mind Seahawks because we, at least we took. We took them into the deep water and won uh, during the season. So, I want the Vikings if we're picking. Up if we're picking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll oh, say yeah. I, I the one that I would love to see just as a fan and what a way to start it off would be the Cowboys and Packers. I think that gets you know gets everyone's juices flowing because the Cowboys would beat the Packers and everyone hates the Packers because of everything that has happened. Um, but you win it for Mike McCarthy. What a way to get a Super Bowl run going by getting that win for Coach sure. uh, by beating his former team in the playoffs because you lost playoffs. last season in the regular season. So that's the one I would love to see. Realistically, unbiasedly, I will say I think the Cowboys-Seahawks game happens. Um, mm. I got the Bears beating the Packers. Oh, wow. Um, and I think Jordan Love and the Packers choke. So I would say the Bears get that win. Because they already got the number one locked in. I mean, that because that's the Panthers pick that they traded for. So, I mean, you know, go all in, you know, bet the house. Okay. So, I think the Bears can win that game, beat the Packers. <laughs> and then the Seahawks, yeah, they're going to beat the Cardinals. Hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, Makes sense. Another question here. Nicholas Freud, he asked it earlier on, and I said we'd hold it, and he asked it again. Who's going to be the difference maker for the boys in the playoffs this year? Playoffs. Playoffs. Like let's CD say Nate, baby CD Lamb. You I think, think he keeps it rolling. Dalvin Cook baby. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> hey, okay. We both went running backs, so I like that. I do like that. If if we can find a running game in the next 
four games, uh, man, it look out. So I would love Dalvin Cook or Tony Pollard, any running Hunter back. Hunter Lipke going for 125-plus yards. Wow. <laughs> and just, 18 fumbles lost. Just uh, <laughs> uh, absorbing the spirit of uh, Mike Allstott. Yeah. And just fucking. Oh, yeah. Mini, mini salt. Mini salt. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be good. Um, AJ, who do you think? Oh, you said CD? Yeah, I think. I think. I, I mean, I just think that he's rolling. And maybe that's like not really super bold, but we're not in bold predictions just this yet. So Ooh. I, I'm going to say Dak, Dak Prescott's going to be our difference maker this uh, this playoff run. We, we've which seen is a good, which is good, Ad, because he was the reason we lost last, last year. Exactly. He was in, in the San Francisco game in the divisional. He was the Dak Prescott to me was the sole reason the Cowboys lost. Yeah. Everyone Whoa. else did their jobs. He was the the defense held the the scary 49ers to 19 points. Dak Prescott threw two interceptions. We, the Cowboys only scored 12 points. If Dak can play like we know Dak can and he figures that out this postseason, then you, hell yeah. He, his, he'll, his, he'll be the guy that drives us to the Super Bowl. His biggest asterisk has always been Dak Dak chokes in 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 the big games. Let and, me ask this. Why do you why do you hate Dak so much. <laughs> no. Just kidding. <laughs> hey, it is well. It is well documented that we are Dak riders. Yeah. My, minus <laughs> when we lost last playoff, and I'm fucking, I'm on record. Yeah, but we're livid. That's the hey, all livid, livid and drug Chips I get it, man. <clears throat> I get it. I was livid even after the week five lost. When yeah, you, definitely, because when... it was like it's a different season. We're this team now, and then we got smoked. When you were out, when you were out there, uh, when you saw the shellacking in Arizona, where you just running around saying this ain't my team, TGR, is that what you're doing? Tearing your no, shirt off? man, I, I I go down with the ship, so nice. um, that was pretty crazy. We actually almost got in a fight, actually, my dad and I, because <laughs> uh oh, TGR and Papa uh, we were, TGR with each other, with each other, or no, 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 with the Arizona Cardinals fan, because we had tickets like near the end zone where Dak threw the interception to end the game. And this Cardinals fan just comes up right behind me, puts his hands on my shoulder and starts shaking me and just like starts yelling in my ear. He's like, how about the Cowboys? I'm just like, first off, I don't know you do not touch me. You know? So it was, um, it was, it was pretty eventful, but I was like, that's when when you need to stone cold stun him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, you know, I hand. I was like, you know, uh, you know, I'm not home. You know, I'm out, I'm outside of my territory. So, yeah. but uh, not that I could put up a fight. That's not me <laughs> saying that I'm gonna fight anybody. I would not last. That's what. That's when you. That's when you need the can fan boys. Adam and I pick up Alex and we just hit him. Oh yeah, we smack him into people. That's our yeah. move. Alex jumps up <laughs> like Alex, a cartoon. Alex jumps up in between Anthony and, and we grab him and we battery ram his legs into somebody. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think we you pl- do for you. I think you played that one right. Here, here's a here's a nice one though, uh, not to go off of TGR's drunken brawl story, but uh, Resin <laughs> says in the playoffs, three points can mean the world. Aubrey's going to be the difference maker. Oh, I hope so. Hey, yeah. I, I do hope so. From hope our so. previous playoff um, kicking playoffs. results, that would be welcome for for Aubrey just to keep doing what he's doing. Yeah. yeah, just keep keep on keep on course, man. Oh, please, Aubrey. I mean, had had uh, Jimmy Johnson not get put into the Ring of Honor, Aubrey would be missing every single field goal in the playoffs. But that ain't happening. So this here, curse is, the curse. What is if bad. he just chokes? What if he just like oh, completely goes like Martin Gramatica? Shut just shut oh. shut your mouth. I think I think the way I think for him. <laughs> I mean, look, it's hard to know. Uh, 
what any other person is thinking but yourself. But from what I think, okay, is uh, I I think Aubrey's like past the point of um, no being. Return. Yeah, like I, I mean, I just think that he. I don't think he's going to get uh, the yips. I don't think Ice he's. Kid, I don't think he's going to get that because he also had like very consistent kicking in the USFL. So it's not like this was just a remarkable year for him. He he had something like I think fifty plus kicks or so, uh, made. I don't know if it was in a row, but he had a very high, a, a really good career there. And not to say that USFL is comparable to uh, the NFL at all, but kicking is kicking from... Yeah, kicking a football through uh, two uprights is kicking a football through two uprights. As you said that, I love weed in the chat, which is, I don't know, I thought that was you for, I thought you were over there chatting that for a a chatting (laughs) as this. Yeah. But I love weed. Harold. I love weed in the chat. Says USFL is not NFL. I love the way Brandon approaches the game. I like the way Aubrey approaches the game. It's almost like borderline, like he doesn't care. <laughs> like yeah. if you hear his story about like, uh, yeah, my wife said, hey, yeah. you should, you know, try out the NFL. He's like, huh, okay, yeah, I should try Maybe it out. I will. And then he becomes like a perfect <laughs> kicker. So I kind of love his mentality of like, he's not obviously sold on the idea of like, I got to make this, I got to be the best kicker. No, he's just like, let's just, let's just do it. Yeah, I guess and I, I think that's what I want in my kicker. Yeah, you want to, you want to, you you want a Mister Roboto. He's like, after I started kicking in the NFL, my blowjobs went up twenty percent. <laughs> this has been the best decision <laughs> I've ever made in my life. <laughs> hey, um, real quick, Richard Sherman. I don't know why he's he an thinks, idiot. I don't know why he thinks he can comment on the Cowboys after his uh, uh, earlier comments that he made this season. But Sherman, CD Lamb take may go down as one of the dumbest takes of N- yeah. NFL oh, lore. I think so. <laughs> I think so. But he says the Cowboys should rest players versus Commanders. My question to you is: At what point? What? I know. I know. At what point? Would you consider resting your starters? Up four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh, we're getting fourth quarter hat Dak. That's what we're getting. Yeah, that's it. Like resting with the with the second seed on the line, two postseason playoff games on the line. You're telling me you should rest starters? No, not till the game is sealed. Sealed. Signed, sealed, delivered. It's Dak. That's what it is. Thanks, Ad, for that. I, I didn't know the the order of the words but you nailed it you got it baby so so if we go into the fourth quarter 28 to 14 no no fuck no i don't think they would no me neither they shouldn't they score, shouldn't score least. touchdown first drive go up 35 14 how many minutes left 10 10 14 minutes and 59 seconds <laughs> 14 just minutes a, and 59 seconds up three fight. touchdowns. They score on the first it. play of the quarter. <laughs> my, 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 my first answer was up four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's when you can start. I, I, other than that, this is a must-win game. This is a this rest on you being an 8-0 team versus whatever our way record was, which wasn't very good. 3-5. So, exactly. 8-0 versus 3-5. Like, do we well, want that? No. Get the W yeah. at all costs. And what's the uh, what's your biggest matchup then for this game? Like, is, is there a matchup to watch, or is this just kind of being like, let's hope the Cowboys come out and do what we think they're going to do? I would say the Cowboys cleats versus the grass is the biggest matchup for me. <laughs> it's funny that TGR said that. I was going to say Cowboys versus the stadium. Wow. <laughs> hey. 
Cat- remember that one time they found scissors on the on the field? I don't know if you guys remember that. It was like two seasons ago, but like Dude, I, that it was Taylor Heineke just... found some scissors. <laughs> that stadium is like scissors. a ho- It's like a house of horrors. That's hilarious. It's well, like, yeah, we rent this out on uh, Thursday to Friday uh, for a Halloween show. So there's a lot, <laughs> you might see some wild things out here. It, uh, it could be Cowboys versus the weather because Bandwagon Baba said it's calling for snow in Washington this weekend. Wow. Ooh. And I don't know. I, hey, I guess what? I haven't fact-checked that. So I'm just taking it from Bandwagon Baba that she weather-networked it because obviously if she's saying that, she was looking at the weather. In Washington, because she's it. stressed Bad about the game. Baba is all about it. Doppler Baba. Yeah. So I mean, hey, if it's if it's snowing on the road, you're not going to see those scissors. TV. You know, you're not going to see those scissors. <laughs> yeah, I that, mean, if it's snowing, uh, if there's any kind of hostile weather, forget about it. Rest These your, boys are soft; they're yeah. not built for that. Rest the start. Yeah, rest rest the starters. If it's snowing, rush rush and the boys are going in. And we're playing fifth seed the way that Jay Tuck wants it, baby. It says a, a morning rain or snow showers and spots. Otherwise, mostly cloud, but oh, cloudy. Oh, Ben, so ben and Bob is clapping in here, saying seventy percent chance of of what of snow of snow. Oh, geez, wow. Well, who knows these uh, these uh, meteorologists? They lie and they just fucking <laughs> they do methamphetamines you know what sucks too. Is I think the commanders are wearing all white too, and the cowboys are going to stick out like a sore thumb with their blue. How are you going to see them? How are we yeah. supposed to see them? Good thing they have stupid colored helmets like this thing behind me. <laughs> hey, Ant, come sit on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so no no matchups, eh? I guess there's not really. No, this should just be. There is no matchup to watch this. Der- Der- yeah, there, yeah, there is. There's Deron Bland versus Sam Howell for the five oh, yeah. two interceptions, yeah, boy. It should be domination. If we have any hope, and I know I've always preached divisional games can be close, but if we want any hope of this team doing anything in the rest of January, they better put the pedal down and just make this an easy, easy win. Well, speaking of. Gotta- Oh, go ahead. Sorry, GGR. Oh, no, sorry. I totally forgot what I was going to say. Okay. Go for yeah, it. He was, pro- he was probably going to trash the Cowboys or something. Who knows? It probably was leading towards that. I mean, the Cowboys <laughs> suck on the road. See, like, you, you flip a coin, you mm-hmm. don't know which team you're going to get on the road. And like I said, I wasn't trolling when I said they were soft. These boys are soft. They're not built for that kind of tough, you know, weather football. They like playing in their nice cozy stadium where the AC's just right and the turf is just perfect. So you throw those boys out there on a, you know, a war field like FedEx Field. You ain't wrong. Yeah, but those those four and twelve commanders—they're fucking built Ford tough though. They're <laughs> yeah. Those four there, and twelve commanders howl with the most interceptions in the NFL. Those guys, hey, they're built tough. They're definitely built for tough. Four wins, <laughs> tough. <laughs> Ooh, I see what you did. Hey, okay, let's let, get into some boldies and let's get into some score predictions. Yeah, score prediction, bold predictions. You know how we do, chat. Throw in your score predictions, um, and if you get it right, you can have a chance at winning. Well, you will win some CanFan merch, but if you throw <coughs> your score predictions in, you got a chance to win. So uh, who wants to start off first? Anyone Anyone feel st- fucking, strong give it, vibe? Give it to fucking TGR first. We're doing score predictions first, <laughs> and then we'll do bold predictions after. Scores, okay. I, I'll start off. I'll start snow off. Snow or no snow. Snow or no snow. <laughs> There'll be snow. There'll be snow. Okay. okay. Uh, but I'm going to say it's going to be a 35-21 victory for the Cowboys. Whoa. I just no field goals. 
No field Damn goals. Damn it. You're right. There is going to be field goals. No miss extra points. No safeties. It's going to be 37 <laughs> to 20 to uh, 21. Two point conversions. Maybe the Cowboys have a you know big lead and the Commanders are. I'm just kidding. I don't. I'm trying to pay, mess up we, your score. We pay the refs off again and then miss two yeah. point conversion. 37 <laughs> 21 Cowboys. Couple like of a uh, couple of yeah. field goals. Aubrey takes the um, total points scored in a season record home with him as well. And those and those triplets are now only hanging. Well, there's. No records that they hold anymore, if that's the case. Well, except for, of course, um, uh, Smith's running record. So, should shut up. How many that. touchdowns did Dak need to get the record? Six? Six, yeah. He needed six. I'm going 48-13. 48-13. Washington? Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> On top Washington. of your score predictions, you have to tell us whether you're going to get an NFC East champs hat or shirt. Oh Ooh. man, I would love to get both even, of those. To be honest, hey, I never even thought about that's that. true. I think okay. they come in hoodies too. So, oh, a hoodie would be sweet. I but you know sh- what? That shit sucks. Like, I don't really care if they. I, I want a Super Bowl hat and Super Bowl shirt. I'll. I take. I take. I take the shirt. Well, you've been waiting I'd 27 still- years, so you have a better chance of getting the division one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's what. I don't own any of those though, uh, and I I don't know if I'd want an NFC Championship. Like unless you an NFC Championship shirt would be sweet the year they won the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Other than that, it's like sweet. We were the best in our division and didn't really win anything. Okay, you know what I mean? You know what I'm really excited for? What I'm really excited for is if the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl, you can buy those jerseys with the Super Bowl emblems on them, with the Super Bowl logos. That would would be be sick. TGA. A Brandon Aubrey Super Bowl jersey? Shit, yeah. Hey. Let's get it. <laughs> I, an automatic Aubrey jersey is not out of the cards. That's, no. That's okay, for sure. TGR and Ad, you guys are stalling on your score prediction. Okay, go ahead, here. TGR. I know, I know what mine is, but I'll let, I'll let our guests go first. I was just about to say, uh, I was really in the – it was in the cards to buy an Aubrey jersey. I was, I was just about to get the customized. I was thinking about thinking about Anyways. You should do it. You um, should. Probably not. That's a waste of money. But <laughs> – <laughs> What else? Uh, so my prediction, I got it'll be close. It'll be a little bit bumpy. I think. Yeah, Cowboys do run away with it, thirty-four nineteen. Nice. Okay, I, I like that. Okay, I, I still like that because it's a good store. It's all, I, I don't like How it do as much nine? as I like TGR's perfect tees, but that's that's still a great score that you picked. How are we getting nineteen TGR? I have no idea. Okay, um, it's not two, a two. Uh, they score. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm just spitball. I have no idea. They're one gonna touch, get the nineteen. One, no. 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 One. One touchdown and four field goals. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Yeah. Or two touchdowns with two point conversions and a field goal. I like that. There's ways. There's, There's ways. ways. There's mean, ways. What, no, what did the Lions than... do? Yeah. What did the Lions yeah, yeah, do? Yeah. Let's just figure out what they did to get to nineteen. Score two. Yeah. Score three. Yeah. Whatever it was. Or eight safeties and a field goal. There you go. <laughs> so, okay, so I'll. That's, I hope that, not that's that a good one. one. If gonna, the Cowboys score thirty-four points with eight safeties, that's a wild that'd game. Be insane. Yeah, that's a wild game. Uh, that's my bold prediction. Okay, <laughs> eight safeties. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say mine, and then I'm gonna say some chats. Okay. Yep. Actually, I'll say some chats first to hold hold it out because Anth hates that. Me- Choose the Commanders just to be different. No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> Digriato says twenty four seventeen Cowboys win. Cry about it says Dallas 31 6. 
Uh, that and was that's... actually going to be my initial one, 31-6. I was going to go oh. with that. That's oh, funny. that's good. And Estroza 56 says 35-3. Okay. Doesn't say who, Whoa. but I'm assuming the Cowboys. Boys. <laughs> Llama Gamer says 28-10 Cowboys. Radical 808, 35-7 Cowboys. Julian 424 says 52-28. Dak goes bonkers and puts his name back in the MVP conversation. <laughs> Let's go. That like that, I think that's going to be tough to do right now. I think yeah. that's going to be tough to do. Gus says 29-10 Cowboys. I'm not going to say it's boldy yet because, you know. <laughs> and then one. and Forever DC says he'll get back to us before when the game before the yep. game starts. So that's fine. So mine, mine I was going to originally go 43-13 for the Cowboys, but Ants in the 40s. So I'm, I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to go 51-13 Cowboys. <laughs> Holy shit. So we got it. I mean. 51. Is that a 1 or a 7? That's 51. Okay. As long as you know you're writing over. 51 points. Yeah. 51 7, then you're, that you're getting some no, 51, 13. touchdowns. 51 13. Oh, 51 13. That's a, that's a fourth quarter benching in yeah. those scores. Oh, yeah. Even oh, mine, yeah. I think, it's a fourth quarter benching. But with mine, it doesn't really play into the benching because I, I just went with Dak getting his, his record. That was the only reason that I built one off my score. Here's my boldy if I can make it. Oh, make it, make it, make it. I think Ferguson comes out and has one of the one of those games gets 120 yards and and becomes uh dethrones Schultz from not not obviously uh Witten is the best um tight end in Cowboys history but dethrones Schultz from Schultz's best season so he needs 117 I believe yards I think he's going to get over 117 yards and then I'm going to parlay with parlay that with uh um uh, TP20, 120 yards rushing. Jeez. Okay. Wow. I don't feel great. About I'm just going to say mine right now. Dak Prescott breaks his own personal record, which is also Cowboys record. Six touchdowns thrown to hit 38 touchdowns on the season. Nice. Boosh, baby. You think he gets 38 TDs? Okay. That's a big I'm going for it. When he broke it the last time, he needed five. It was the last game of the season. He was playing the Eagles. No one thought he was going to do it. And he did I mean, it. five's a little bit more. Six touchdown passes is a fucking lot, but five uh, is tied. Five is tied. Five is... is a tie. I'm, I'm saying he breaks it. Six okay. touchdowns thrown. Yep. Dang. TGR Adam. TGR, what's your boldy? Uh, shoot. I'll go. Brandon Aubrey goes six for six. Wow. <laughs> wow. That would. That's actually. That'd be sweet. Finishes the season with forty-one for forty-one. That'd be. That'd be. Dude, just dope. like give it to Obs. And dude, that's. I like it. I like it. I do like. And that, that is bold. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Forever DC said one TD and four uh, field goals for his boldy. I don't know if that's his boldy, but that's what he was. He was saying there. So a lot of a lot of Aubrey love. Um. Now okay. You're bold. Mine's gonna be so definitely. I'm gonna add my bolds. The the two Micah sacks and two bland interceptions, but I'm going to add on a D law force fumble scoop and score. Okay. D law doesn't have to be the one that actually scoops it and scores it, but he's the one who's going to force the fumble for a scoop and score. Okay. Gotcha. That is very specific. And I actually do think out of in, in within my score realm, and this isn't one of my bolds, but in that score realm, I do think that defense is going to get three. We're going to get three defensive touchdowns in my score, Whoa. in my in my multiverse. Okay, that's <laughs> it. He said it. 
So I, before we finish the episode, we started at this, at, at, I think it was, might, might have not been midway, but we started making like bets. We were just doing fake bets. Advin and Alex were both given fake can fan dollars or bucks to then <laughs> bet. And then the winner of the fake betting universe had or got a, a bottle of premium, premium alcohol from the loser. But the rule was last week, you guys were supposed to have your bets pre-picked this week. AJ, we did you have your bet figured out? So here's what's going to yeah, happen. I'm just going to bet on the fucking Cowboys. No, to win. here's what's going to happen. I just want to say this right now. Good job, sir. Yeah, let I me, can't let, win. Let, 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 me know, let me know what you want. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll, it, ha- I'll have it on Sunday. We're doing gin, and we're doing not, it's not top, but it's second shelf. I got, I got you. I'll, second I'll, shelf I'm going to get, get you a nice primo gin for uh, Sunday's game. Woo! It was good betting with you all. all uh, Next season, we're going to refine it. Next season, we're going to refine it. Next season, we're actually going to have to place our bets inside some sort of yeah. like uh, capsule. Can fantasy betting thing. You know what I'm saying? All I've had to do is figure out a $50 parlay. <laughs> To at least have, because AJ was just going to come and say, bet on the Cowboys winning. Yeah. Listen, and I didn't do it. <laughs> listen, I actually spent time looking into it. I spent probably an hour and a half looking at different betting sites oh to try to do mock, mock bets. And then it came down to the point where sc- I I did sign up for Bet365, and I started to go through, and I'm just like, I'm looking at this thing to try to do my part. And I'm like, I don't even know how to pick all that fun stuff. So it's like, I fucking gave up. Well, we're, we're going to- AJ, f- congrats on winning the Ken Fan Buckaroos medium shelf gin bottle from Adam. <laughs> medium yeah, well, shelf, second t- shelf. T- t- technically, um, technically, uh, Bocce- Bocce put extra money into it to bump it up to top shelf. Oh, that's shelf. right. So we got to do top shelf. So I will go top shelf gin. It'll be like a Hendrix or something like that. Like the it'll be it'll be in the hundred dollar range. Ooh, perfect. There we go. It is what okay, it has final to be. Th- final thoughts. What do we got? TGR final thoughts. Uh, Cowboys are the more talented team. They should win this game. But I could also I I still don't trust them. Um, in a lot of ways. <laughs> Uh, you know, they, they failed to score 20 plus points in the past three weeks. They were a penalty away from a three game losing streak. I don't think everyone should be as hyped as they should going into Fuck this game. I think DGR. it should be a tough fight yeah. on the road, especially because the Cowboys suck on the road and we're not only the Cowboys, we're the soft boys. So <laughs> yeah, but I still boys. think we win and I will get a NFC East champion shirt. Nice. Where okay. Do I do like that you. I do like that you say that we win still, because as yeah, you as you, like that. your 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 motto is you know you're a realistic unbiased Cowboys fan, but you kind of sound like every other fucking crying Cowboys fan out there at TGR. Oh! Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna say it right now. <laughs> I actually like it. I, I, I'm attacking fine. I'm my fine. brand. No, no, no. I love your brand, TGR. I'm fine with the critiques, and I'm fine with what he said for his outcome, as long as it finishes with the Cowboys victory. Get that two seed. Let 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 the dice roll in the postseason. This game that we didn't think was three, four, five weeks ago, we didn't think it was going to be important. It is important. We have to win this game to have a, a better chance in getting to the Super Bowl, which all of us fans have wanted for a long ass time. So, look, I, I love having TGR in here. Thanks for joining oh, us. Oh yeah, I, man. I, I I love the different perspective you bring because you know we we are bandwagon boys here, me and Adam, and we can sometimes get caught up in all that uh, bandwagon folklore. But uh, at, at the end of the day, man, it, it's a uh, I appreciate hearing your point of view, and then also 
coming out at, we we all agree at the end of the day Cowboys are going to take this home this is going to be a, a dub whether it's a hard fought dub or not um that's what we're looking at so you know let's well, go Cowboys I will also say this that if you're out there and you aren't subscribing to Tony Goat Romo even if you don't like what he's been saying on this uh show <laughs> no fantastic content uh look at week to week watches Madden predictions uh, killing it on TikTok, obviously, Instagram. Follow him all those platforms. Got to have him on more than fucking one episode a year. True. Uh, That's true. He was on our draft. He was on our draft extravaganza. Definitely wants him on at least once a month. He's going to be on our pregame show, hopefully our postgame show, maybe a halftime show uh, for, for Sunday's game. If you're out there <laughs> listening to us right now, you are the real ones. You're still here. We love every single person in chat. Uh Come join us. We're going to be live an hour before the game Get on a room. Sunday. You want because I want to fuck the chat. Yeah, I do. Okay, so sue me. Minus Wait, my mom who's in the chat. I don't want to fuck her. Find, where can okay? they find TJ? Though? Hey, the you can, chat pays the bills. You gotta. You gotta you can love, find, love gotta chat. show we love. Gotta chat. show love. Okay, you can find TGR on all social media platforms, right? Yeah. Are you are you on yeah. YouTube? Uh. Yeah, YouTube, uh, X, YouTube. Uh, TikTok, OnlyFans, everything. <laughs> everything. There it is. Get I those TGR. Yeah, and I only subscribe to the OnlyFans, but it's great. it's good content. It's wholesome content. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's, un- and, it's and if very biased and very unrealistic. And, and two things: if you didn't if you didn't already know, TGR lost to the Bandwagon Boys in the Can Fantasy Football Hello. League. Fuck you, TGR. And if you know anybody out there who's an Lions fan or an Eagles fan or, more importantly, a Commies fan or not a Cowboys fan, you go out and tell them to go fuck, fuck themselves! themselves!